0: How are you feeling after? Uh, also, I'm sorry, COVID.
1: Just, so, um, last weekend on Saturday, I got COVID. Hold up, hold up. Top plays, <laughs> top plays podcast, <laughs> sports and music, because
0: it sounds like we're getting started right now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's just go for it. Um, All right, cool. So, top yeah, plays so podcast. We did welcome. the intro. Yes. <laughs> so, um, last Saturday, the reason we didn't do an episode last week is last Saturday. I had uh, purchased a, an Xbox recently, an Xbox uh X, Series X. So I was playing it last Saturday. I was just probably spent like three, or four hours like playing MLB and just kinda getting like downloading games and whatnot for it because I, I don't have a game. But I do now, but at the time I didn't. I was just using Game Pass. The short of that is, um I wasn't drinking a whole lot of water that day, and so like my my throat was hurting that evening. Uh just a little bit. And I was like, Oh, it's probably just not from drinking a whole lot of um water today, and, or liquids just in general, other than coffee. So uh, the next day it kind of continued and I was like, hmm, maybe I should hmm. just see how I film Monday before I go into work. So I took Monday off and uh, hmm. I was in contact with uh, my mom and she had like, when I was looking at the whole CDC's website, she had like seven or eight of the like 11 symptoms uh, for COVID and
0: um oh your mom did i didn't know that part
1: yeah so i talked to her and i was like hey we should probably go get tested but we already missed the cutoff for that day even though it was like 11 o'clock or whatever it was it was just they didn't have any more testing so right uh we both ended up she didn't go to work monday Uh we both ended up going tuesday to get tested she had to go to where she works she works at another hospital um in order for her to be off work she had to go there i went to walgreens and uh Within an hour, my results uh, confirmed my suspicions that, yes, I did, in fact, have COVID. And, yes, my mom gave it to me. (laughs) Um,
0: Way to go, mom. Yeah,
1: so that's why I didn't record last week is because um, uh, I – yeah, Yeah, it was just my throat. It's not too bad today. I mean, it's still not 100%, but it's pretty good. Uh, It's rough when I first wake up in the morning for, like, a good thirty, forty 30, 40 minutes. Right. but the reason why and I was really uh, excited to talk about it on the last episode but uh and I was only going to go obviously if I had my symptoms were decreasing and not increasing but I was going to be able to leave quarantine on starting on Friday and I had tickets VIP tickets to a concert on Saturday um so I started feeling really really good Thursday so Thursday and then Friday was fine and Saturday of course I was fine as well like as you can be. So since I was able to leave quarantine and everything. Right. Uh, I ended up going to a concert. So that was another reason why I didn't want to like like try to push it too much early in the week. Um, because uh I was seeing <laughs> I had joke around and say, My wife, uh, Ali Michalka. Uh saw Ali and AJ. But uh yeah, so we went to uh see ali and AJ last night and uh, yeah, it was good. It was a great show. I'll, I'll get more into it later, but uh, I was wanting to be able to go to that show since I had the VIP meet and greet and everything. Right. So, yeah.
0: So, right. no episode
1: last week, but we're bringing it strong this week. I got my throat coat tea. I've got my Ricolas <laughs> with the honey. You know which ones I like. Uh, I bring them to Furnace Fest and, and whatnot because just talking so much, I need them for my throat.
0: I do remember. I'm trying to get, while you're talking, trying to get my cigar lit. It is windy outside here tonight in Florida. And my LFD does not want to light. This is such a good cigar. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> so um, I'm but off, anyway.
1: I'm off work. Uh, I can't go back to work until Wednesday. Um, cause... That's right, because you have
0: 10-day rule. I'm kind of yeah. surprised they still have the 10-day rule since CDC and most everything has now said it's five days. Because five I could
1: leave. Yeah, I, no, I would have... I think if I would have been able to go back, I probably would have just stayed off Friday anyway. Yeah. It was like one day. Um, but right. I definitely, if I could, I would go back to work tomorrow. Uh, I, I feel fine enough to be able to go. It's not like I'm going to feel much better on, because I, I, I didn't have, I really, really had a mild case. The only thing I really had was uh, mainly the, the sore throat uh, for a few days. Um, just a little bit of, like a little bit of um, coughing, but not much. It was very, very minimal. Um,
0: were you, like, tired and weak any? Because one day, like, you mess it saying that, like, you felt dead.
1: Yeah, there was two days. Uh, I, I think – I don't know if it was – now Monday I mowed last week and <laughs> reorganized my vinyl, like, in the store. Like, I, t- I went to the storage unit and because, like, I was going to take it off and, and get that stuff done anyway. And then when I had COVID, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I'm just going to, per- like, press through. So I was really tired that evening from doing like the mowing and then taking clothes and everything down to the storage unit and kind of getting some summer clothes out and whatnot um so i was a little tired that evening but it was just because i think i did stuff and then uh i want right. to say it was
0: you pushed it when already being sick i want
1: to say it was wednesday that i i just had no energy like i just ended up watching uh, yeah because that's uh i ended up watching <laughs> All four episodes that dropped of the circle that night <laughs> i literally watched them all because <laughs> i was like yeah I'm, i don't feel like doing anything um so i, I put off on of starting ozark which i i've been watching the uh, the last half of season four of ozark but yeah i end up watching four episodes of the circle that evening
0: nice well i'm but, glad you have recovered and i'm glad you got to go to your concert oh
1: so so so, so excited about that um i'll, I'll talk t- more about it later but uh Um, we had some, we've had some good NBA games now. I,
0: yeah. During the last two weeks, we've seen the first round of both East and West come to a close. Um, there's been some exciting stuff for sure.
1: It started off looking like the games, um, that have been on together. Let's see the today's games that were on together. So we're talking Miami Philly Dallas-Phoenix, those games honestly appeared like they were headed for like a 4-1, 4-0 kind of series um, after the first two games, because Miami looked in control, Phoenix looked in control, and what we've had in the two games since is uh, Joel Embiid returned, and he's been a big boost for Philly, and then um, when it comes to Dallas, I don't know if they're just getting the calls or they're playing better defense but Dallas looked like really good the entire th- like it was unbelievable the amount of the amount of threes they were hitting. I think they had 14 or so in the first half. Just the first half. You're
0: talking about today's game? Yeah, it was
1: unreal. Bertons was like 4 yeah. 4 for a while. Like he was just hitting everything. And then um, uh, um Finney Smith went off in the right. fourth quarter and he was just he was really good. It was it yeah. was
0: wild. Now just to backtrack real quick, since we missed last week. Any surprises for you with the way the uh, first round
1: went? No, um, I think everyone that I kind of expected to win won. Um, there were no game seven. You know, there were no game sevens, right? No, nope, I, I don't so. think so. Yeah. I
0: think every, I think the longest were six.
1: Yeah, everything kind of went like I think as a whole. Maybe I'd be surprised that the Nets got swept. Um, I wasn't expecting that. But I thought they won one.
0: Did they not no, win any. They're,
1: they're the only team that got swept in the first round.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. They were the only team to get swept. Because I was so happy.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I was just. <laughs> we talked about. Shocked.
0: I think we did mention that on the last episode that we were. Yeah,
1: because they they just lost that night and got swept. So yep. it just ended game four the last time we recorded. Um, but out, outside of like that, uh, nothing really shocked me at all. Um, what I've right. seen this series, like I was really dreading. Um the Grizzlies for as being a Warriors fan, like I was like they're gonna have a tough time with this team because that's what they've had I've just noticed for the last couple of years they've had a hard time with this team. Um playing game last year.
0: Yeah, but you were also dr- you also didn't want them to have to go against the Nuggets because of size and look what happened yeah. there.
1: I've been very surprised. I was surprised by game one. They just came out and won in Memphis, mm-hmm. which was, you know, a massive win. Um they lost game two. But game three, uh, I was surprised because I knew what ha- I knew they ended up winning because obviously I went to see scores and we went to a sports bar after the game, so yeah, um, I kind of knew what was ha- I knew both games and, and the results, but I still wanted to watch them, yeah, because I've really been into those that right. whenever that days on it's like I love both of those games a lot like they've been really solid,
0: yeah the the Ws in Memphis are just so exciting to watch because it's like, the Warriors are a fast-paced NBA team, and yeah. they really to play the, the better game against Memphis. The Warriors need to slow it down and make it more like a half-court game because Memphis is so they're, fast.
1: I don't, I, I don't like calling it lineup of death because with KD, it was just un, It was like all the right, yeah. I that. But I like yeah. the 3G, I like the three G. Calling it that, um, it wasn't working at all. Like against the Grizzlies, like Mm-mm. at all. They were actually getting like destroyed on the defensive end. So they've been playing. I, I, I recorded the game and I knew that was like a blow about the end of the game. But I'm watching it. and I'm like, man, I can't believe this is going to be a blow because the way that Memphis started, and and Golden State, I was like, man, they're not. They're kind of playing pretty terribly. Um, mainly Golden State, and they end up turning it yeah. around and and had a really really solid. Second half, and just kind of kept the foot on the break. And then I remember when you said jaw got injured, and I didn't know like the severity because I didn't see anything. Went through Twitter today about it, so um, I was up early today, I didn't sleep right. well, so uh, I watched the game early, and then I saw um, the play where Jordan Poole and Wiggins were trapping towards the half court, and then he went and grabbed it, he like grabbed his knee, yep, and he. I, I kept rewinding this too because that was the play before that. I think is when um, Kyle Anderson got called for a tea. I think that was like right after that.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was close. I think. So I, kept, I was like, "What?" Did I'm, Kyle like, I'm not do? sure where it happened because
1: he's so calm. Like I've seen Kyle Anderson play a bunch, and like right. he never really does anything. And um, well,
0: the announcers were actually talking about that. Mm-hmm. The announcers were making comments about how you have some players that jaw. And argue with the refs the whole time, and th- like they're known for it. And they seem to get more lead weight mm-hmm. than someone like Anderson, who so rarely really complains. That when he gets mad and kind of jaws at the refs, boom, in trouble immediately. Now he was—that's yeah, correct. He was because... jawing pretty hard. I will say that.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely was. There was a time I was watching inside. And Kenny was saying something similar about that because he was playing Barkley in one of the games, you know, back in the day. And you know how Barkley, how he would talk to a ref. He goes, right. <laughs> you just kind of – he's oh, going to yeah. be like Draymond when he talks to a ref. He's just going to be probably like cursing him, calling him names. And Kenny, I think, said – he said to a ref, he's like, "Right, what the hell or something or, or like what the fuck or something just to the ref. And the ref teed him up right away. He's like, yeah. what? He's like – He's bribing right. you. And he's like, he talks to me that way. You don't talk like that. So I know that's out of character for right. you. So since it was out of Kenny's right. character, he he gave him a T, even though he probably was only just and, touching right. the tip of what Barkley would be saying.
0: In a way that's like really that's dumb, but also in a way it kind of makes sense because like because if the people that never act that way act that way, how close are they to like being an issue?
1: I thought Luca was going to get in trouble today because when I started watching the game, um, I actually watched with my mom, uh, it was mother's day, well it's mother's day today, so when we were eating, uh, we just got food to go, um, she's doing better too, um, she had it way worse than I did, I should have asked that, I'm a jerk, I I mentioned that, but we didn't want to go out, we just kind of wanted to eat at home, um, you know, so we just got food to go, basically, anyway, um, yeah, so we were watching that game, and, and the way it started, Luca got a technical, and then he got a foul, like, within yeah. a couple of plays, and I was like, oh, this is not looking good. Like, this is going to be a rough day for the Mavericks. And, like I said, they just really shot incredibly well uh, today. And, and he does that a lot. Like, he, he jaws – he yeah. t- tiptoes really close to the – That's uh, what
0: I was going to say. Technical like, foul. That follows uh, that rule, though, of uh, people that do it all the time. It's more normal. Yeah. Luke and I think every any listeners we have, and especially if they also follow us on uh, Instagram, Top Plays Podcast on Instagram, follow us. Uh, you, they know I'm a huge Luca fan, and I will say Luca complains way too much. <laughs> he does
1: every time. Does.
0: Every shot he misses, he's fouled. <laughs> like it's
1: constant. <laughs> he, he has stink face so many times. Oh, like, I know. He ends up on the ground. Like he, you can tell, he's like looking for a call. Um, he got away. I was really shocked. Chris Paul. He had three fouls, and I can see why you kept him in because it was like an offensive play. So he's more than likely not going to pick up a foul. Right. And I think it was with 1.1 seconds left. Uh, he had shot the ball with like about three or four seconds, and then he went for his own rebound to put it put it back, and he. It really did not look like an offensive foul, but he got called for it, and that was his fourth foul, um, yeah. and then he picked up one pretty quick, I think.
0: Which, I mean, I that was I'm only, saying, like, what, a minute left in the game, though?
1: That was in the first half. That was, at the like, 1.1 seconds left in the second quarter, right before halftime, he had four fouls, and then he picked it up. He picked up number five. Okay, I thin- thought you were
0: talking about when he fouled, yeah.
1: Within, with he picked it up within a few few minutes. I would say probably within four minutes of the third quarter, and he was out for a long time. Right, and then um, fouled out with I think about nine minutes left to go in the actual game. Like he fouled out on an offensive foul. Oh, okay,
0: game. I didn't think it was. I didn't realize it was that early. He fouled out. I thought it was later in the game. Um, yeah. So, you you watched today's game. I didn't from watching – I actually, I have it on now. I just had the sound turned off. (laughs) I just turned it on to watch the – record all of them. I did go through the key plays, and based on the key plays, watching those on YouTube TV, which is a really cool feature that YouTube TV has, by the way, it looks as though Dallas was in control most of this game, which was a, like – it was a must win. They were. because this is what tied it up. If they had gone... They're,
1: yeah, they're not going
0: to win three in a row. No. Though, one of the crazy things is like, even though they lost game three, as a team,
1: it was one of their best games. I thought they won game... No, they won game three. Dallas did. They were down 0-2. Weren't they? No, I thought they lost
0: game three. I thought they won the second one.
1: No, I'm pretty sure that they they lost and they were down 2-0. Frickin Go back. Days. Yeah, they lost. this They won game three game, and four. Okay, they won game yep. three and four. They won both home games. Right, it was a
0: close one. Right, that's what it was. Yeah, game three was a close one. That's what it was. They they played decent in game two,
1: but it was one of those where Luke they could... lost control. I think in the second half, I felt like they yes. they played well, and then the second half they just. They right just exactly Blown out by that point and i was like whoa what happened because they were playing it close up to halftime like it was within a couple points within five right yeah and it's like they got blown out by like 15 or 20 points because that game.
0: was the game yeah that was the game that luca was kind of having to carry them in the second half and he couldn't do it on his own he had yeah. like 40 something points in that game but they lost and then they won game three which was a much yeah. closer game than the final score showed honestly one hundred three ninety four, but it was that was when their not only did other people show up again, uh, like their support players, but their defense came back. And that really worked them. And then, um, like I said, I didn't watch this game. And most of the, the key plays are mainly offensive. So I don't, I didn't see, but I heard, and this also has been happening in the Warriors, Memphis. I haven't heard it as much in the East coast games. But Wes, I heard that today there was there were a lot of uh, questionable calls, like you mentioned, the Chris Paul fouls. But I heard there was a Mm. lot of questionable calls and no calls in this game, and there's definitely been a lot of physicality in the Warriors, Memphis.
1: Oh yeah, that one's been kind of makes you know. I mean, we, I mean, look at what happened in game two, where two. Uh, Dylan Brooks injures uh, Gary Payton Jr., right. or Gary right. Payton second, rather. And he's right. out. Gary Payton II. Yeah, he's he, he's probably going to be out unless they make the finals. Like He probably will be out I think for at least three weeks to four. And so they'll, they'll take the rest of this series and probably won't be back for the Western Cup, if they would make it, of course. That stinks. Yeah. Like, he's a good defensive player. I mean, he's not... He can right. give you offense as well, but he's a really good defensive player, and he was matching up jaw
0: right and honestly was it a bad play
1: yes it it's it was a dirty play from a player who's not dirty like he's not a dirty player right that was a dirty play you right at that point you could tell he was beat he clearly hit him in the head and the intent was i mean grant i mean like this happened in the 80s and things like that no layups and things like that i get that but it's still in today's nba uh we've talked about a lot but Players play in a much faster. Like you have all of the athletic training that goes into players now. Players are faster yep. now than they were back then. They play long. Oh yeah,
0: and and what we already they, said, this Memphis Warriors, everything is high flying. They're both both the teams are playing at such yeah. a fast pace. They're in the air a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: And he he did. He went for he went for like to not make like I get it. Like you don't want him to make the foul, but I mean don't make the 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 shot the, just to get Nicko from from the line. But it was a dirty right. play. You shouldn't have done that. And when he went down, he tried yeah. to catch himself, and that's what really does get a lot of people into trouble because they stick their hand out, and most of the time it's like a broken yep. hand or a wrist or something like that that gives. And it's at this point it was his elbow. Um. So yeah, he had a right. broken elbow. Yep. So yeah, it was rough. Stuff. But, I was more like, worried after that, I think, about losing him mm-hmm. because of just like what he was gonna bring on the defensive side of the ball. Um that I was that's why I was so shocked right. they won by such a comfortable margin yesterday, even though Ja basically every game was put in his thirty some points. Like I think last night when they last showed his stats was like thirty-two. Right. At least they fell apart last night.
0: Memphis just fell apart yesterday from what I could tell.
1: It's like no one else almost showed up. Um Mm-hmm. Bane played better, from what I saw, because uh, I just watched all these games. I watched all four games today from the, over the weekend. But um, Bane played right. better. He wasn't great by any means, but he was better than he has been. But then again, he's had a back injury. Um, Melton played better game two. Uh, Anthony Melton was was nice on the offensive side of the ball. Um, game two. I don't. Re- there was nothing that really stood about Triple J uh, that looked amazing. Yesterday, like he hit some shots. I'm not saying he was like not you non know, non-existent in the game, but he wasn't like uh, that one game where he was like what six of eight from downtown or something and like 27 points, 30 points. That hit, it was nothing like game two, right? Um, so, I I was glad they got the win. Um, I feel bad for Jaw because it's more likely he's not playing tomorrow. And if he, do- I'm not saying they can definitely yeah. win without him. They're they've proven that this year. It will be very yeah. tough.
0: Yeah, and at least in the regular yeah, season, and you're looking at they the had a great record, so that's what yep. also
1: makes it a tough game. So they can do it. I feel better about the Warriors heading into tomorrow getting the win. We'll see what happens. Um, oh yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to I'm actually looking forward to both games tomorrow a lot. Like I said, I love both of these series. Um, yeah, yep. If well, we, and then
0: that, I was gonna say, and another reason I think Memphis kind of fell apart, but another reason was. Yep. I mean, it's even hard to say Warriors did a good job of slowing it down because their version of slow is still very fast for NBA, Much, but it's slow compared to Memphis. But that's what they have to do. But also,
1: Klay Thompson showed up. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Like, he, he was he's, – he's definitely not like he used to be. He's still, he's still good. He's still a good player, but he's, he's definitely lost a little something on defense and offense. Um, but I think what helped for Golden State yesterday is right. uh, Porter looked <laughs> really good. Um, wow, Otto Porter. And uh, mm-hmm. um, sorry, my mind went blank. Um, Wiggins did all right again. That's you? thank you. Wiggins looked yeah. really, really good. Like he wasn't great from three, but he was like he was rebounding really well and he was driving to the paint a lot. They were doing a, lo- a really a lot of nice passing. And of course, Jordan Poole showed up. He got, yep. like, 26 points at least. Yeah, he did. So, Jordan Poole's been great. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But, like, Thompson, the first two games of that series
0: had really slowed down, it seemed, was really not what he needed to be, what the Warriors need him to be. And so that was kind of his wake-up game, it seemed, was the last one. So that definitely helped. Uh That on top of the support players just didn't seem to be there for Memphis, which is definitely – not the
1: norm um but yeah because they they normally they've shown up a lot in the playoffs um because i mean even when they play minnesota and they'd be down by like 20 points they battle back and so that's why i never feel good about even like having a big lead against them unless golden State's just right shooting the lights out basically
0: yeah until on even though it hadn't look it wasn't looking good while i was watching the game until jaw got hurt i didn't Really, I had not given up yet on Grizzlies making a run. It was just
1: a weird injury, too, because it didn't look like anything. Like, it wasn't – look, it looks like he was just making a play for the ball when they were doing the double-team half court. Yeah, I don't know if he hyperextended or what. It looks like he moved his kneecap. It's kind of like when he went for the ball, like he got a hold of his kneecap and just kind of – because it wasn't hit. He didn't collide because I kept – I like four Mm -hmm. times watching this, trying to – one, to see what happened with – with kyle anderson right. and then two where did jaw get injured because sudden he was shooting the free throw and right. like that's when he was really in pain i was like did i miss because i didn't see any collision yep. or anything that looked like dangerous so
0: his his leg didn't make the kind of motion that normally goes with like mcl or acl type of thing like it didn't
1: yeah because it was just a kneecap because like it's right. not like he t- even twisted like he got hit and like bumped See his knee went unbuckled or something. It wasn't even that. Yeah, long. he
0: went into like, like so a wide wild. legged kind of stance and that's why I wondered like the maybe hyper I don't know.
1: It looked more of like my guess is like when he went for the steal, he gra- like had a- got his kneecap and-, and pulled, but it didn't still look that bad. It'll be like if I would like reach your kneecap, I would mm-hmm. expect you to like be incapable of playing basketball then at that point. So I don't that's why it was so strange. But Right. Yeah. It
0: Yeah, it it will be
1: wild tomorrow. I'm hoping they get the win because one, it'll keep um Home court advantage because i fully expect without jaw i think that they can win game five in memphis so i'd rather have them win yeah. tomorrow and be up 3-1 and have just that little bit of margin um because i think that wednesday that they're gonna win and it'll be 3-2 or you know somebody 3-2 i guess at that point that's how i really want to get the win tomorrow uh, especially if jaw's not there take advantage of that yeah um just man like i you, you know me
0: I like the Mavs. Not just Luca, but I really like Luca. I also really like Jason Kidd as a coach. I love that he's made them more of a defensive team.
1: But I also never like, thought that was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand corrected, but I never thought that was gonna happen at the beginning of Yeah, the you
0: season. said you flat out said Jason Kidd as the coach was a bad choice. Uh
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean look what he did with the box. Look when he coached the box. Right. I I did not have high hopes, but maybe being on the Lakers, learning a few things from Frank. That's anything I can think. Who knows?
0: Yeah, but um, yeah,
1: he's been he's been a good. Also,
0: also, you got what's been happening. Just when, like the Brunsons and the Finney Smiths and those guys really step up and help. Uh, that's been awesome. But I gotta say, it's so hard. I want Mavs to win, but I like the Suns. Like I like like you were picking yeah. on me. There was a moment in game three where
1: Crowder shoved Luca, and I was like, I I sent you a picture of that meme where the guy has to make the decision between the two red buttons. Right, and it's a hard choice. (laughs) And that's, yeah, because it's like, Dave, uh, you like Crowder a lot, but you also love Luca, and you're like, uh... (laughs) yeah, like
0: one to watch Crowder is one of my favorite players. I love the amount of passion he has on the game and like, yeah, so. I want CP3 to get championship before he has to retire so bad. Yeah. Well, the Suns were like
1: a team both of us were rooting for a lot last year. Like, we saw, we pretty much saw almost every playoff game, and we were really watching it intently. Um, And I, because my favorite, one of my favorite players, Javon Carter, was playing for them last year. I mean, he wasn't playing much in the playoff, but he was on the team. And so I was watching a lot of Suns games. And it, right. That's a, that's a good team. And they've looked great this year. Like, they've come out. A lot of people have said this. Uh, so it's nothing new, but it's true. They look like the 2014 Spurs <laughs> after they lost to Miami and they shouldn't have lost. They just came out of their right. mission. And that's what they've seemed like this whole season. Um, they've just been out and just like, and they said, that's why I never, yep. I never worry about them being down 10 points because they're so composed. Um, and I've seen them at the end of the game, even like, you know, saying how, um, Dallas just kind of lost control in the second half. And it's, like, because that's kind of what I expect out of the Suns, to not right. kind of lose control, kind of keep the composure and just whittle away. Students, they
0: beat you. They're beat, so good. And I love how eight like, we felt – you and I both really became fans of Aiton last oh, year yeah. in the playoffs. And I just – you know, so, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough having a team I like so much going <laughs> up against the Mavs who I really like so much. But I like more players on the Suns.
1: <laughs> I just yeah. enjoy – They have a re- – I enjoy Lucas. And they Lucas. fixed the problem that they had. Because yeah. the the thing last year, they just didn't have enough size. So if Aiton got in foul trouble, took a rest, they didn't right. have anyone. Like, they are putting Frank Kaminsky in. and He's – I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> right. I will say I'm not the biggest JaVale McGee fan, but he does give them a nice um, – Nice, good couple minutes off the bench, like when he's yeah. Needed. That's what I was gonna say. He gives
0: good minutes. He plays hard. Uh, he get at the very least, he can help. He can help give Aiton off. I don't know. It's it's just tough as a fan. And I was I thought about this earlier. I was messaging with another friend of mine who's a big Philly fan. And also, worst case scenario for me, Cavs versus Miami finals. <laughs> awesome teams I really like but this is awful. I don't want either of these teams to lose. I would probably end up I would probably end up going like... Mav steal cuz I like Lucas so much. I don't really expect that to happen.
1: If that was to happen, I think Miami would win it. I expect it to happen. I don't expect Dallas to be in there. Um I think Miami could um I guess what I'm yep. thinking after today is expect the Suns to win two in a row now and to make the Western Conference Finals. So you think it's going to
0: end in five?
1: No, six, six. Um, You're I right. Was rooting. I can't
0: do I can't do math. It's after eleven o'clock my time. So
1: <laughs> I was rooting for Dallas today because for this, if the Suns can play six games or seven games, I'm all for that. The more games you have to play, like I told you, you always, as a team, when you root for a team, you want them just to finish the series. So anytime that they can get extended, but I kind of think it's right. going to be similar to what happened in the first round with the Pelicans, where they go home. They're definitely going to get the calls next game, like for sure. They got, they get they got hosed a couple yeah. of times today that that's kind of like why Chris Paul wasn't there. Um, they come out and win and then they go to Dallas and I think they take care of business. That's, I'd expect the Heat to do a, something similar, but I could see that one going more seven
0: L coming back is good yeah. is as you would expect. It's the best thing for the 76ers, it's the worst thing for the Heat.
1: Even if he's not like 100%, him just being out there right. one you have to put a guy on him. Right. Um he's still dominant. Like he's still a big. Force. Like right. he didn't like have a great scoring game today. I think he had 24 points, but he still is active. Um, he takes some pressure off the other guys because like Harden is, we Harden's cooked. The closest thing I think the last two games, Harden has found. Harden looks like, uh, this, this he, thing. He is, looks like this. he looks like Allen Iverson. Like Nuggets run, like towards the end of that Nuggets run, where he just lost it, and it, it happened <laughs> like with Harden. Like he can't beat people anymore. He's not – and he – But the last
0: two games, he seems to be a bit energized. Like, he's a little bit more like the Harden of old. And I think part of that, I think, is just the pressure off.
1: Yeah. I mean, of, that's definitely going to help for sure. But, I mean, even indeed. this is yeah. a different James Harden than what he was in Houston, even though – Oh, for sure. It's just he he can't beat people off the dribble. He – I mean, if we're being honest, like, he doesn't – he's not like – just diet up and everything he's not doing that like right now at least um i feel like he needs to if he wants to get a big contract because i think to spend to give him the max at 32 right. how he's looked at points the last two seasons I can do it I, mean, I would stay away that's like uh even if i was philly I think the only the only way i would give him that much money if i was philly and i still wouldn't do it in this situation but i'm saying the only reasonable situation i could see is if they won the nba title and they're like, all right, <laughs> let's do it again. Let's run it back. now. But that would be the only way that makes sense financially, um, just because of how he's looked. Could they,
0: could they put – because you stuff a lot better than I do. And I know this used to happen in the past. I don't know if it still does. Uh, but could they put in his contract, like, a, some kind of, like, level of play and not just that, but fitness clause?
1: I mean, they, that seems to be cool. one of his issues. It's not Out of shape lately, he he's he kind of does like what Luca does at the beginning part of the year, where only Luca at least gets in shape during the season. Um, Harden just like shows. Right. I mean, like just just those examples there of like Houston and then the Nets and everything. Um, I personally wouldn't give him the money, even if they won the title this year. I I would sign I, if it's different. If you want to sign him to like a two year deal. Or something, even a max deal for two years. I just wouldn't give because he's going to be making like sixty two million dollars. I think at the end of that deal in five years, I can't know. Uh, not thirty seven, thirty six. I don't want to see that. That's like that's right. worse. That's worse than Russell Westbrook to a degree.
0: I think he's only thirty two right now. So. Yeah, but that, I'm saying at the end of the contract, he'd be thirty seven. Right. Yeah. Now, but what if he? And, and they go far if they, much to my dismay, beat the beat the heat. He's playing more like he has these last two games. With, you know? I mean, I feel like the last two games he's really stepped up. So if that was to continue, you know, maybe this has been a wake up because like the media and everyone really was hounding the way he was playing while Embiid was out uh i wonder if that was kind of a
1: wake up and now he's like all right i'm gonna you know and wouldn't um i think one of the best things would be like either a sign and trade for a team that'd be willing to do it which i Mm -hmm. the kings would do it because they're stupid um (laughs)
0: seriously listen he him him the out of shape not performing to what you expect from harden would still improve the king's
1: you might have a little yeah, oh man, I can't still can't believe they traded Halliburton. <laughs> That's so, so dumb. I mean they they were a little bit better as a team for it because they had two point guards, but man, that, that was dumb. Um they hired Mike Brown today uh from the Warriors staff, so that'll be interesting. That's good. So maybe no, he's good. I think Mike Brown's good. I think he's a good coach. Uh I, I just yeah. we'll see what they do. Um I'll credit because the front office is pretty bad most right. of the time. So let's kind of see what kind of moves they make and everything i I wouldn't i look at look at rest Westbrook right now, like I don't want it in three years i mean you can you can always get a contract traded it seems like, but it's be one of those contracts in three or four years it's like okay, who do we trade him for exactly because you know the, I, that's why I would give a smaller term deal I, you know I'll give him two years or whatever at a max level for two years, but I'm not gonna do five years that's insane, and like the only the only way I can say okay that one for me because they they said hey we won let's try to run it back let's give him five years let's see what happens it's dumb it's terrible but i could at least see that uh, I, I just want to mention this player because i'll ask and mm-hmm. just come into his own oh, i don't want play ball is unreal this year the way he can just just get wherever he wants to on the court is incredible like yeah i love watching him because he just
0: yeah. So let's oh, talk about man. that. He just yeah, gets so. to
1: wherever he wants to go. If he wants to get to the rim, he's getting there. It's, it's wild. I'm,
0: I'm a Celtics fan. Their defense, obviously, they are in they have become as this season has gone on, they've definitely become more impressive. Are, I mean, they barely lost this last game. Uh so I mean, so it's close daily. I'm looking at it right now. Boston and Milwaukee have the exact same record right now. They're both 51 and 31. I like the Bucks, said Fruce. I'm not a big Celtics fan, anyways. But really, I mean, just saying about and he will be the difference if the Bucks win it. It's because of him. Even with the other people, you know, they have other players stepping up to be support. It's kind of like Dallas cannot do it without their support players. But Luca is still the mm-hmm. difference if they win. Me, but Giannis is the difference if they win. And right now, I see, this, I see that series going either way.
1: Um, going against the Celtics, who have been just great the second half of the season, they looked very marginal uh, for the last couple of years mm-hmm. and the beginning part of this year. And really good because they've been playing so much better defense and um about this series. And Milwaukee has right. played really well. It's one of the... Yep. I mean, look at t- today, uh, or yesterday. Sorry, I watched the game today, so I keep, I'm going to say today. Um, Tatum played horribly because yeah, right? he was guarded so well and uh, still almost won the game.
0: Yeah, it's yesterday's game
1: solely because I forgot how early it started. Yeah, it was like... Th- it was uh it was done before like even 3:30. the show yeah like three thirty or something but I I was yeah uh, at that point I was like they didn't I think we were still eating at that point yeah I just I forgot how early it started
0: so I caught like the last little bit of it and uh, and when I did you know I basically saw the Bucks edge it out there at the end and win but it's a, it's going to be a close one it's the defense like you mentioned. And I
1: think it's
0: Tatum's team now.
1: Tatum looked really, really good in the first ends yeah. of the floor. Um, they slowed him down today, like, and I was not expecting that. So yesterday, yeah, <laughs> yesterday. So, um, no one really that whole game. No one really stuck out to me for Boston, which is, I think good in yeah. their favor because there's I couldn't point to one player. And be like, okay, they played really, really well. Uh, just kind of no one, no one looked great. And they still, you know, were what? I think they lost by three. Right. One, one, one to three points. So.
0: Uh, let me pull it back up. It was very close. It was a shot. They lost by two. Okay.
1: Yeah. And no one played well for them. So, I mean, that bodes well. Um, I, I'm glad Milwaukee won because I feel like Milwaukee, any game they can get, they just have experience. And right now, right. Giannis is just complete, like, other playing compared to NBA players right now. Uh, defensively, um, how that series is going? Uh, I know we talked about the so we talked about the West, talked pretty much about the Easters as, yeah. as well. I mean, I, I still think, I still think this is going to go seven. I don't think right now has the advantage. Which, I'm going to give it to Milwaukee to go seven. I know the game would be in Boston. There's no Giannis is up. Like I just know he's going to give, gonna just, like give, exert every bit of effort that he has to win whatever game he needs yeah. to win. Um I saw it last year. We watched it happen in the finals when I thought you know they were down oh two or two oh to the Suns, or o two I should say and
0: he's better he's better this year than he was last year
1: yeah he's gotten better every because like, he still he works on his yep. game in of the off season that's what i that's all I really like about yep. him is he put like areas he was on a great free throw shooter by any means this past season, but he worked on it, so his release time quicker. Mm-hmm. He's not like in second count, like how you know, they were doing last <laughs> year, um that and he actually weird. shot better he shot like seventy two percent from the line, like yeah, he's been pretty good this year um so just just knowing how he's gonna put and work into his game, he's working on his mid range, he's not a great shooter by any means, but like he's he's not afraid of it i that's what I love too he he doesn't care he'll go over yeah. time from the line and still drive. he's not like Ben Simmons. <laughs> it's our weekly Ben Simmons time to shit on Ben Simmons. Um he's not like Ben Simmons where he's like
0: Ben Simmons had back surgery. I'm starting to think <laughs> the issues with him were more legit and they just did a really bad job with
1: any whole season or anything like that. I think when he was trying to get back into playing shape, yeah. He probably strained something cuz he's getting into more intense, intense training wasn't ready for it and injured himself. Yeah. But still, yeah, but I'm going to make fun of Ben Simmons some, regardless because he did sell that entire NBA season. Of, I know. It
0: was ridiculous. The drama was ridiculous. But I will say, as someone who is currently dealing with two herniated discs and might have surgery themselves,
1: <laughs>
0: back surgery, somewhat legit. <laughs> legit, think he can be ready for training
1: camp. Yeah, but I feel like, like the gr- a great bet would be like, how long is he going to miss of next season? Because I know he's going to miss time. Like I'm, not, I don't think he misses the whole year. But, like, when does it come back? December?
0: Right. Yeah, who knows? But regardless of that, I'm waiting to think Bucks game could go seven or the Bucks and Celtics series could go seven. I want Bucks to win. I – either way. If it ended – like, 76ers, I think it's still
1: – I think they'll – If he to me, like, I still feel – I still feel like Miami's going to win. I, I think it goes right. six. But Lowry seven. Lowry
0: was to... hopping today. Like something with him again today. I tried looking it up to see if there was an update and I didn't see anything. Uh, but that may be a question mark too, though Butler's done a pretty good job of picking up the slack when Lowry's been out. Or you got someone like one you got, you know, like Bam really stepping it up. The the it's just it's hard when bat. Because no matter how good Bam is, like you said, Embiid is so dominant. Um, Even being such a great defensive team, it's difficult uh, for Miami just because Embiid so much. So I don't know. I definitely want Miami to win. I do think they are still in the driver's seat. But they're in the driver's seat of a vehicle that's, that's getting low on gas, I would say.
1: Older team. They they are. Um yeah. I, I mean, I really think that if they either to the team plays Milwaukee. Now Embiid will be tough. I'm not saying he won't be tough. But um what happened last year between the Bucks and the Heat. Now granted the right. Heat weren't the, the same heat they are this season. They're you know slightly different. But yep. I still don't I not uh I think at max six games for that, I think the Bucks would win. Uh, they would take. I would have no worries about Harden in that series at all. Um, right. I think they'd be Philly. Maybe, yes, maybe four two. I think
0: it will be a tougher bout, though. I do think Bucks would win. As much as I want it to be Miami because Giannis, I do think Bucks would probably pull it out. But I think Miami has a shot against the Seventy Sixers even with how good embiid is I don't, which seems kind of crazy cuz i think Embi- i think the 76ers with embiid matches up against the bucks better on paper i honestly think miami would be a tougher go for for the bucks
1: i i feel, i would say that probably if uh what didn't happen when they just that first game was really close and I actually almost went to the heat. Bucks prevailed, and then they just dominated the rest of the series. And I think that's a kind of what I would expect to happen. I think it's I would say 4-1 is what I'd think. I don't think it'd be a sweep.
0: The Heat are better, especially if Lowry isn't hurt. Um, yeah. so hopefully whatever happened today isn't the too serious. But because the Heat are better their defense is probably slightly better. But offensively, they're definitely better this year.
1: Yeah. And they're full they're full strength too this year. Um right. If Lowry's back. Yeah. So, so we'll see. That would be interesting. Um,
0: I would I like Milwaukee. I if I if I were to pick who in the East is going to the finals, I would say. It's too early, I think, to fully say, but I do think Milwaukee has the best shot.
1: I just can't believe without Middleton, they're doing this well against the Celtics. Because the Celtics, in my opinion, were the best team in the East heading into the playoffs. Yeah, And they have just looked really good and competent. I mean, this is not like A-plus basketball or anything for Milwaukee. But to see what they're doing to the Celtics and beating the Celtics... Granted, smart, you know, missed the one game. Um, right. I mean, and this last game was close. It was one shot, one shot at the end. It just, they're winning, they're finding ways to, to, to win the game. They very much remind yep. me of, like, a championship team that, like, hey, we know what to do to win. Yep. They're not panicking, and they're just going out and executing. Uh, plus, they have Javon right. Carter. I going to put that out yeah, right there. Yeah, you love Mr. Carter. My, my, my guy, Javon Carter from WVU. Um, yeah, so so yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited for him because uh, I, it was such a bummer last year. He didn't play much for the Suns, so he's getting some. He didn't get a lot of time yesterday, but uh, he has been getting a lot of lot of run. Um, maybe it's I think because uh, George Hill came back yesterday. But,
0: um, so I, you, real, real
1: quick touch on this, and I'm gonna see if you have anything. Um, I think the Dubs win tomorrow. Get a three yeah. one lead. I expect them to lose game five which would be Wednesday. And then I think it goes okay. six and I think they just try to finish out six at home, uh, which would be on Friday. That would be my, kind of my guess, uh, which I'll take it. If they can win in five, that would be cool. Uh, I think it just depends on Jaw. Yeah. To
0: it totally a, to depends on
1: Jaw. Um, so
0: yeah, I think I could see, I could see the Grizzlies pulling out one without jaw. We'll see them pulling out two without him.
1: Or even three for a whole series. Oh, for sure not. Like if they if he was going to be out the rest of the series, yeah. I, see that yeah.
0: I, I do expect uh, the W's, the the Warriors to pull that out as much as I enjoy watching the Grizzlies. I also half a questionable should they be suspended by the end of this series? They are so physical against each other. There was even I saw a clip today where I think it was P- Chris Paul that jaw like tripped kinda. <laughs> On a play. I mean, it's just, it's been nuts. And
1: granted, Paul, what happened? Or are you meaning someone else? Tripped. I know, but are you meaning like earlier in the season or? I don't remember exactly when
0: it was. I just remember seeing the clip. Um, oh, okay. But okay. like, it's been so physical and it's been such butcher and they're both high flying so much and they're slamming at each other in the air so much. And the way the rules are right now, almost any touch on the head is a flagrant. They've been very – even if it does look much more like a basketball play, Um, it's – I mean, you saw what happened with Green, you know, earlier in the series, you know, where Draymond ended up getting ejected and acted like an idiot. He did. He acted like an idiot going off the court. That um, yeah, was
1: in good taunting nature to the uh, Memphis crowd. Right. But I mean, like, he he maybe shouldn't have been ejected,
0: but he did pull the dude to the ground. he It was two flagrant ones is what happened. He did two flagrant ones in one play. and But there's just been so much. It's been such a physical battle with these two teams. And mo- because of the way these teams play each other, it's most of these are taking place in the air. So it's a lot of people falling, hitting the ground hard. It's a lot of hard borderline, like non-basketball play fouls. It's the, the way that they're, they're calling it right now. So strict. I just, they are beating the crap out of each other. Uh, so I feel like whoever wins that series, which I do, like I said, I expect the Warriors are going to be very beat up. When they go against the victors of Suns Maverick series, like the Suns Maverick series is physical, not to the extent that series is, and again, a lot of it's just because of the way they those teams are playing each other and i I don't know though i mean i think I think the Suns have a better shot against this do against the
1: Warriors. They seem like they would be a... Because Memphis, for me, kind of reminds me of the Suns, to a degree. Um, They don't have the steady veteran presence that Chris Ball brought to them last year. But they seem a team that Memphis is like early to put up the party. Almost like OKC, that year they made the finals. Like, whoa, they made the finals already? It's kind of like that.
0: The Suns are more under control... Calm, mature version of Memphis. They and know that's what to do. why that's they don't why, get panic. Yeah, that's why I think they would win that easier yeah. than against the Warriors, who are also more mature. Not as mature, more mature than Memphis. So, I would love to see. I would love to see Memphis beat the Warriors because if somehow Matt off. Mavericks I think will have can definitely slow it down and force kind of like game whereas you know like and I think I think against Memphis than they would against the Warriors. I think the Suns likewise cuz the series whether I want them to or not they also I think would have a better shot against Memphis the Warriors. And if it's going to go, if I was a betting man, we're going to see the same reason.
1: That's kind of what I'm thinking as well, possibly. Um,
0: if it's not the Suns, I think it would probably be the Warriors. And I don't want to see that. I do. I know you <laughs> um, do. I know you, you do.
1: Real quick, we the the first game, the, the first matchup between the Suns and the Warriors this year was awesome. And I remember we were talking that night, and I was like, "This seems like it's going to be Western, and we might be a few games away from that happening—from uh, two wins, yeah." From the Suns, I, w- and two I wins wouldn't be surprised
0: that, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Wait. at all if it's Bucks, Suns finals again. And it would be exciting. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I think it'll be. I would like to see how what kind of adjustments the Suns would make in this series this year. I think it could go six or seven because that's what you know. Easily, it's not going to be. It's it's going to be both teams bringing it. Um, yeah, I I would have of that if it happens again. And plus, I think it's good for the NBA too because it's kind of like when the Warriors and Cavs played each other. Yeah, maybe people got tired of seeing it, but it gives you some familiarity with like Steph Curry. Now people are like, oh, Giannis, I know Giannis, and there's Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. And they're going to get used to all these players, and I think it just helps kind of get a nice rivalry going. And I like that. That those are a great teams. So, I
0: feel like I like the Bucks more, but at the same time, I want to see CP3 get a ring. No, I get it. That makes sense. You know, so I want to see him get a ring.
1: Um, let's let's do. I have no other yeah, we've sports talked NBA my, a lot on my list. So if you want to mention anything uh, about sports so we could do probably in under two, three minutes, throw it out if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Just uh, all right, so baseball's real quick, happening. Baseball <laughs> is happening.
1: I will say I I I the video game of baseball, the MLB the show is so much more more entertaining than watching actual baseball. So
0: <laughs> a lot, right? The video game.
1: Yeah, I think I'm. um I think I'm like six or seven games into a season with the Pirates, undefeated right yeah, now. I
0: have no clue. I, I mean, I just don't follow baseball. I have no clue what any team's record is right now. I know nothing other than that it is happening, as you said. Uh, so I don't know. Um. Also, just real quick, the NFL draft happened. Uh, I was happy. Jaguars did with their first pick. I think that was a good defensive choice. I am looking forward to what this season may be with a new coach that I think is actually
1: not Urban Meyer,
0: <laughs> right? I think he's a good. I think he's a good quarterback
1: coach. Will he know who Aaron and Donald that's what... is? That's like the main question. Will he know Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in football? Because if he doesn't, <laughs> maybe maybe go somewhere else for a coach.
0: Yeah, uh, but anyway, we'll to see what happens um, with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, do you have anything from the draft to mention?
1: Um, I'm not super thrilled about Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I um, know you're not. It's you think he's going to fall I knew he was going to choose number eight, which is the last, like, quarterback to wear number eight. I'm pretty sure unless we had someone in, like, um, training camp or something. It was Tommy Mad sucks. And uh, I don't like the juju. It's, it's, bringing, it's, it's bringing a weird vibe for me. I don't like it, so uh, I'm not. I'm not thrilled. Um, I get why they did it, kind of in a way. I don't know if he's going to be the best quarterback in the draft or not. Um, right. I think well, there were Malik no Willis could be star well, quarterback. There weren't. It was a bad year for quarterbacks. Right. But I don't know. Everyone... But It was like I didn't even pay attention really to the draft itself. Like I looked at the picks and then I. Um, Check to see who the Steelers drafted, and that's it. Like, I don't – Right. I'm pretty sure they didn't have the draft on – I think I put it on about pick 20. I'm sure to think Steelers, I think, picked at 20 or 22. And who I do you out.
0: think is going to be their starting quarterback? Trubisky.
1: It won't be the rookie. That, that's not what they do. Yeah. The the only way it would be the rookie. Yeah, that's is what just I like, figure. If they bring in Rudolph and they, oh god, if they bring in Rudolph and carry him over to the main roster, um, it'll be Trubisky as the starter. God, please let it be him. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's like Rudolph sucks. Um, so I read what he has in the tank. <laughs> we know what, we know what Mason Rudolph is going to bring. Yeah, 140 to 180 yards passing and like two touchdowns and just nothing. Anyway um oh god i anyway sorry i don't want to get all i don't want to get all about him uh but yeah we don't have to yeah so i picking receivers uh we took a receiver out of georgia um i know he's had some off the field issues and you know we've had some you know receivers with off the field issues antonio brown um so we'll see what happens yeah (laughs) Uh, i feel like okay about that. Um. I hope the line's better this year because the line, that was like our big issue last year because we couldn't get any, like we couldn't run the ball that well. So that's my main thing. Let's see how it looks. I, I'm not worried right. about defensively um, anything with their, their defense, uh, mainly just the quarterback. I think it'll be Trubisky. I think uh, they'll probably keep Rudolph around would be my guess. And then they have, of course, the rookie pick and um, probably it. Who might be yeah, better than Rudolph. Be. So that would be my guess. Uh, maybe they cut somebody, but I doubt it. I think, especially with having the rookies as the backup, uh, I think it kind of makes sense for them to keep Mason Rudolph for the year. For them, not for me. I would just get rid of him and say, like, I'd rather just roll the dice with the rook. But that's Yeah, great. I know.
0: Yep. Your, your, your lack of love for Rudolph has definitely been made known. Um <laughs> Last thing I want to say, really about sports, I guess, because everything for the most part has for me has been NBA, NBA, NBA. Uh, But I'm on Debo watch. What's going to happen? Now it's starting to look like he's probably going to end up staying at the 49ers, even though he didn't seem to want to. So
1: it'll be one thing nice is as the NBA finishes up, we'll be transitioning to fantasy football a lot too, because that's kind of like when I start looking in, in June july when i sort of like uh let me uh put my ear to the ground let's see what i'm hearing let's uh kind of see who i want to maybe draft and what right. so that'll be around that time too which is always nice and we have the nba draft right um yeah i the the only thing i wonder with debo
0: is if he does since it does now start to look more like he's going to end up staying is he going to be one of those people that because he wanted to leave and didn't get to is he going to like half-ass
1: I don't think he'll half house anything. I think he could maybe hold out if you wanted right, to. Yeah, that would be right. I, I don't really think he will. Um, I mean, I get his contract. I mean, if you're gonna like run him into the ground and everything, I get it. So, yeah,
0: we'll see what happens. I don't. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't want to think that he's that type of player. That because he didn't get his way, he just doesn't come out there and perform up to his caliber. I hope.
1: Oh, you mean like Ben Simmons? <laughs> All right, there we go. Um, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to fantasy season, like, discussing, like, as far as, like, some some people I think might do pretty good this year. Of course, Debo. Of course you are. Yeah, Debo is definitely a, a guy that you had on your team last year who was just incredible. So looking forward to oh, yeah. seeing kind of where the chips fall with that. So, Same. About transitioning to music, it's, like, 107 hour mark tonight has to be mentioned yeah so really usually before he releases a record he drops the heart part fill in the blank with what what time you know right now it's point part five so dropped the video dropped a new song tonight didn't expect it new album comes out friday that's been discussed for about like three weeks now i think he announced that so right um did not expect a new song tonight but like it um i feel like i need dissect who drops a new song on sunday hey, kendrick can drop a song whenever he wants and i'm down for it i, I feel like i need dissect to yeah, just get into the lyrical content already um love love no no that, he's not mentioned already it I'm, I'm assuming because you know it's mother's day weekend and whatnot but usually i would expect him to be like oh my god kendrick um but kendrick is still just so 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 good um Yeah, it's definitely worth a listen, for sure. Um, I'm very excited for Friday. Uh, It shouldn't be any surprise that this record is top five, for sure. Um, Probably somewhere for me. Um, Because, I mean, every album for him has been. Like, it's just been really, really good. So I cannot wait to hear it, uh, see what he does, what he brings. Um, The bass is really, really nice on the new track. Um It's like someone playing bass. It's not like it's like the bumping okay. of the bass. Or I need I to listen. The bass line is really really nice. Um, right. Someone gotcha. playing it, but yeah, you definitely need to soundtrack track later tonight. Um. Yeah, I did not know he had dropped the yeah, new one yet. I'm, I'm I'm thrilled for this new record coming out because, uh, I mean, we've been waiting since damn. I think it's been I think it's been like five years. Um. I don't know for sure. I can look it up, but um. It's been a number of time. Yeah, it came out in 2017. Yeah. So we're, we're getting close to the five-year mark because I think he released that early before festival season. And he did. He released it in April. So it's been five years. There's certain artists that you don't want to go five years between albums. Or at least some... If it's different, if you're, if you're releasing tracks or, or whatnot leading up to it, as far as like, that right. eh, two years, I'm going to release like three or four songs. Just kinda, here's what I'm working on right now. Frank Ocean, God, that's even been longer. Uh, everyone had we had a new Frank album, and there's supposedly one that's like done and complete. Um, it was going to come out in 2020, supposedly, but you know, pandemic and everything supposedly got shelved a little bit. So right. I don't know how true that is. But uh, since him, man, that one's that one has been. It was 2016 when. Um, when Blonde came out. So, that one we've been waiting for a, a good number of years, like even longer. So, can't wait to hear the new Kendrick album when it comes yep. out. Um, that might be a day one listen, too, because I'm going to a concert that night to see Joe Van. And I assume by the time we're like on the way home, it's like, hey, let's oh, key right. this up, let's cue it up, let's play it, let's listen to Kendrick. <laughs> so, hopefully, Scott's cool with that because that's probably going to happen uh, on the way back. So,
0: Nice, yeah. Check that track out. And you got like really um, far
1: away. Me? Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like your mic fell or something. I, I checked my um my setup here to make sure that I wasn't like dropping in something like an AirPod or something like that. But gotcha.
0: Not all right. Well, I'm here. Um. Yeah. No. That's that's exciting. I mean, even though like I've mentioned before, I don't listen to hip hop as much as you do. Somebody like Kendrick dropping anything is definitely exciting. Uh, I'll definitely have to check that out. It's been, uh, I don't know, the releases I've been like crazy about the last few weeks. Okay. Uh, but I do have a few things I wanted to mention. There was, uh, the, the block party album came out. Have you listened to that yet? Cause I know you, I, th- I would say you're more of a fan of them
1: than I am. So I do want to get some thoughts. So okay. I do like block party a lot. um, Still, Silent Alarm is like so, – Silent Alarm uh, is one of my favorite – like if I was going to be in a band and I was going to put in – I was going to record like a, a record, I want it to sound like Silent Alarm. I love the indie kind of feel to it. It kind of sounds like European as well. So I love that recording. So. I love how the drum sound <laughs> on it. So, yeah, I know from, from the UK, but you know what I'm kind of saying like that that kind of like post-punk. Yes. So I love post-punk. Right. Uh, it's like one of my favorite genres. And they're also it,
0: it's post-punk and kind of dancey at the same time.
1: Yeah, or it's, very it's a, it's a great record. Like that one is like probably top ten, top fifteen of all time. Like that's how that's how high of regard I hold this record. Um, but if I was going to be in a band, it would sound like that. So their other releases have been good. I've liked their other releases. I don't love their other releases, but I've enjoyed them um nothing is even sound remotely close to that record and it's fine i don't care if yeah yeah i I don't care if a band does the same sound like they can do other records and and kind of experiment with their sound i'm fine with that um i'd rather that than get like the same album over and over again but with this new one uh it was promised or it was at least um there's going to be a little bit of a return to a sound like a silent alarm kind of sound with it. And I do, I do hear it. I, I've, I listened yes. to it. That was of that release week. I think there was like four or five records I wanted to listen to. And that's the last one I listened to uh, of that weekend. I listened to, I was working out last Sunday, I believe. Um, I like the record. I don't love the record, but I really, I do. I think it's a good listen. Um, I can hear the return to a degree it's not 100 percent sounds like sign alarm but there are notes and characteristics that i see or that i hear rather in um the what's what's the new album called (laughs) thank you alpha (laughs) i should know that if i'm talking about it but you know
0: yes you should way to do your
1: homework you're so prepared anyway (laughs) it is it is good i like the sound um i even mentioned it to you uh most people that are you know within six degrees of separation know that i'm a big fan of the band wet leg and i think they're one of the like up and coming bands for 2022 and their debut release is really really high on my list right now for for records released and there are some things that i hear in this block party album that remind me and i don't know if it's because they're both from the uk um, but there are some things, and I don't know if it's like the wording or how mm-hmm. they recorded the vocals a little bit to a degree. There's some that remind yeah. me of what leg and not like in the way they recorded it, but in the way it's delivered, the vocal delivery. Yes, I was going to say is, right?
0: yes, and I do think to some degree that's uh, Europe. That's a Europe sound, or like a UK sound to some degree, um, and I dig it. Yeah. It just is like, wait a minute,
1: this kind of sounds like what I feel like that they probably recorded this record late last year um, and maybe they heard some wet leg songs, like some singles. They're like, Hey, let's maybe try this out or something. Um, I like it though. Like I said, don't love the record by any means, but I think it's a good listen for sure. I definitely
0: feel like they went back again. I, I agree with you. It's not a complete return. It's still a progression But it's a progression that also I hear them very much revisiting, like Silent Alarm. It's definitely got a lot of that dancey feel to it mixed with the
1: post-punk. A lot of the livery (laughs) is real catchy. What did you call it? Did you call it like post-punk sex club or something? Is that what you call it? No,
0: I did not. No, I did not call it post-punk sex club what i said was by the way
1: that's an amazing band name someone write that down <laughs> post punk sex club yeah it's long it's a long name
0: I uh, said was that there's a that it uh a lot of the content is very like club culture like a lot of the content of the album is very like it's got that kind of like dancy feel a lot of the content is very club sounding like just the culture there's a lot of like sex and party in the content and and uh which fits with the kind of like dancey rock, you know, sound and feel. Uh, but that's more what I was saying. Like there's a lot. Okay. While it while it doesn't sound like club beats, it sounds like there's like that culture that really party club type of culture that's the best way i could describe it um, and then and more than any song
1: ad- that that jumped out to, when you were listening to it that jumped out to you
0: i haven't listened to it since the first week it came okay. out so no not okay. right now oh callum is a snake
1: they, like they, that one was like the i'm gonna see because i'm always interested to see like when you first listen to a record what grabs your attention like right away? What song is it? What, and what is it? Some, right. What is it about the songs? So what so what about? Because I I like the song you're mentioning. Callum's a snake is a good one.
0: Um, they just say that over and over, and I'm like, who the hell yeah. is Callum? <laughs> who is this person, and why do they hate him <laughs> or hate her? Uh, uh, but but no, it was more just overall. There's a, there's a few kind of like like emotionally kind of like feel good more like intimate kind of deep emotional blah 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 which is common in music but the overall feel of this album is living rock and roll lifestyle sex drugs rock and roll is what this album feels like um in like the club scene and i mean like one of the song titles is sex magic one of the song the first track is day drinker uh, and all of the stuff kind of goes along with that. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of that in the lyrics, which I think does add to that fun, dancey indie sound that they are revisiting. Uh, I wonder
1: that, if uh, any of this is, cause I don't know uh, much about uh, Kelly much. Um, he's the lead singer of Lock Party, but I don't know much about his life or or anything. Right. I wonder if any of his life is kind of uh, being represented in the lyrics. Not more of like more more of like an honest kind of lyric or a real lyric versus like I you know I just made this up. It's a song I wrote it. You know. Um. I wonder if if this like the right. lyrics have any truth. Basically, uh, maybe some issues he's dealing with or or some substances or what have you.
0: Yeah, and that I don't know. I dove into it that much. I just basically from listening to it, you know, if you like, and I think you're going to like this album. If you like that, like indie dancey rock, you're going to like this album. I like it more. Like I've talked before, like there's a lot of these dance rock bands that have come out in the last decade or so. That to me. So many people love them and I'm into them. I could get into this. Uh, so I think it, um, I was more interested in your opinion because I know how much you like
1: them. I When I first heard the song, You Should Know the Truth, that one really stuck out to me like right away. I really liked yeah. that, one. that one. I I try as best as possible to listen straight through the record before going back because I don't want to get caught on a track because I can do that. But that is one I deviated from that. Mm-hmm. For sure and listen to you should know the truth again after it finished playing because i really do like that track um that one had doesn't definitely has that sound alarm feel to it for sure that that track right. definitely oh, yeah. kind of had that vibe and i i really like the guitar work on it I like the tones they use for the guitar a lot so that one stuck out to me uh first and foremost but i heard traps and i like traps i thought it was a, that was a good single to bring out because it definitely um was reminiscent of Silent Alarm, like when you when you say that and then you don't put out a single that sounds like right. it. You know, you're like, eh, does it or is it going to? Like, are you sure? And I thought Traps was a good was a good choice to have that um, as the the first single and everything for that record.
0: <laughs> I do love the line, "You looking like a snack." <laughs> 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 we can it. do. We can do it if you like. There you go go looking like a snack, cute like Bambi, but you're headed to a trap. Meet me in the boom boom room. We can do what you like. I want to be your education. I want to be your contact high. Oh no, here's my here's my favorite part though I laugh at it. lick 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 lickety split. <laughs>
1: But you forgot the mention the part where he's like
0: Yeah, <laughs> raise well. the stakes in, talk in the dirty to me You're... <laughs> I mean, come on you cannot tell me there's a bit of like that like club and just like sex, drugs, rock and roll
1: in this album I, I've listened to it at least twice now yeah. if not three times, like all the way through that's, I, right. that's how I'm counting um, other tracks and everything multiple times but I want to listen to it the next time and i want to i want to give it a listen from the spec perspective of the morning after like a night out or something you know what i'm saying like you had a crazy night out and right. is this kind of like does it sound like that when you listen to it again so i i want that, to that's kind of the perspective i want to take uh the next next pass through which will i would say be tomorrow but i have a i have like four records i'm like itching to to play right and spin so yeah it may not be tomorrow but it'll probably be this week at some point for sure
0: lick 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 lickety split
1: <laughs> make me in the boom boom room <laughs> so um i have one i just wanted to mention sure and it's one of those ones that i haven't uh listened to yet but i want to listen to it uh arcade fire released a new album out called we yes they did last week Mm-hmm. So I need to listen to that. That's that. I just the reason I haven't is um, I did go through and listen to the new like singles. That were out. There weren't that many or anything right. really that was like catching my ear. But um, I'm, I'm sure I've not heard one song from We yet. I've not listened to any of the singles that have been out. Um, they're okay. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like I love the suburbs. It's 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 another probably at right. least top. 40 to 50 record for me would be my guess somewhere in that range. Lots of people Um, loved
0: the suburbs.
1: Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And there's one song in particular that just like really uh, hits like an emotional um, uh, response for me. But one Uh, like about neighborhoods or like going back to your hometown or whatever. Well, for me, uh, I just, I don't have kids. Right. So there's a song on there and I'll pull up. So I don't like butcher it. Uh, I think it's actually the suburbs, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like one of the. I think it's the first song on there, and uh, uh, he said he wants like a, a daughter um, before he like gets to like a like before he grows old or something like that. Yeah, and like he wants yeah. to have. Uh, I'm about to to show him. The, he wants to show him the world and like the beauty of it, or yeah. the beauty in the world. And it's a it's during the second verse, and I just I don't know. There's like there's something about that that like if I had a kid, um, that's the kind of parent I would want to be, or that's something I'd want to do as a parent. For me, it would be like right. this world can be very very shitty. There's a lot of really disgusting things in this world, but at the same time, the, there's a lot of beauty. Um, right. and not just like the people here, but also some some things about life. And mm-hmm. and I like that line a lot. So that one really gets to me. And I love that song. So that really like, good It's a long one. It's like songs, I think, but it is, it's really good. Uh, yeah. So what was the one after that was Reflector was like hit or miss for me. Um, didn't, I was wanting from them, I guess. Again, I don't care what a band does, but it just wasn't like, oh, okay. You're, you're on with like this, like disco-esque kind mm-hmm. of record that's okay but it's not what i was expecting right um i like neon bible a lot too i like neon bible pretty good so but yeah arcade fire um i've not even read any like reviews or heard anything about it so uh this would be like a like a brand new fresh pair of ears and here my airpods let me listen to this and see how it hits me
0: so. yeah i i have not listened to it at all i have seen a few people comment about it and what I have seen is people saying it's a return to form like it's the they have returned to the arcade fire they loved
1: they put out an album after reflect um I think that one was kind of strange I don't remember I don't even have it down I know like I just checked my phone like I don't even have it downloaded so I have no clue what it's called right um I just wasn't yeah, everything. Now I, is what
0: came out after yeah. the reflector.
1: I just wasn't super into it. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, eh. So if it is a return to form, kind of like how we talked with uh, with uh, um, I almost said Silent Planet with because uh, <laughs> that was Great band. Silent Alarm. Uh, how we were talking about Block Party. Uh, I'll be in, I'll be intrigued and interested to see what they do with this record. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to sound like the suburbs, but I'll be kind of. I liked kind of that indie sound they had there for a little bit, that kind of post-punk indie sound. Right. So.
0: Yeah, no, like, that's what I've heard. And again, I don't really know what context that's in. I don't know if they were, if people were referring to the suburbs. That was my guess. That Because that is, like, their album. That's such a big album for them. And I'm like you, I haven't heard much about, like, Reflector, everything now you know i haven't heard much about that so i'm not i have not followed arcade fire to the degree that some people have and i think part of it was because when they blew up i just heard it about it over and over and over again to the point where i was kind of turned off so
1: yeah, that's when the debut came out and they were um came out and they were on MTV two a lot. Yeah. But like the
0: suburbs was definitely good. I cannot get past that. That's it. It was a very good album and they did things in the way they connected with fans. That was really, really ingenious for that time. Like I'm pretty sure it was for the song suburbs, but they had that where you could put, you could like go online And you could, what they pushed was for people to put in their address of their home they grew up in. Um, But if you didn't have, but you could put in any address, like for your house or whatever. And then online, it would pull up a map of that area. And then it would, the topical map would move and change online to the song. And I remember things, they really connected with fans that way. I mean, honestly, I remember... Me, I was this church that I was really involved with in Tallahassee. One of the pastors, he and I were working on some event coming up and he, he was like, all right, let's take a break. What's your home address? And I'm like, what? He's like, we got to do this. And he wanted and like to show it. And we did it with a few different addresses. I did it with like the, where I was living in Tallahassee at that point. Yada, yada. But it was just really neat, you know, and it, it was just really cool. And that's something, cause they're so artistic. Or they're especially at that time. They were known to be so artistic of a band, um, kind of an outside the box in some ways, and that really I think connected a lot with fans. How it went beyond just listening, but this kind of like interactive multimedia way that they could do it, you know, without having to be at a show. So,
1: finding the internet, it's just that like uh, that extra experience. Uh, not just right. the record itself. So it's, that's kind of cool. I'll have to kind of look up some information on that. Because when that record came out, I was uh, I discovered them kind of like around the same time you did uh, via MTV2 uh, when Rebellion was getting a lot of airplay. Yeah. And uh, I stuck with them through Neon. I, like I said, listen to Neon Bible. But it's not like, oh, man, the suburbs are coming out. I got to like listen to this record. But it came out, and I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is really good. Um, really had a connection with that record itself, but uh, um, didn't really get into the uh, call it like extracurriculars with that record. So that'd be kind of cool to kind of see some things they were doing with the promotion piece. Yeah, that and time. that
0: that website may still be there. I don't know, but I just I'll never forget that it was a for me being even not as big a fan of them, it was a cool just a very cool piece that they did. So, yeah.
1: So what else you have? I want
0: to say real quick, as I always push my local area uh, bands. Guilt, Conceit EP dropped. It's their record. It's their smart punk debut. Uh, I love this band so much. It's like their post-hardcore. It's probably their heaviest release to date. It's five songs. Each song also has a guest vocalist. From like the emo, uh, post-hardcore world, a lot, a lot of it are like smaller, more like really indie, more like lower level. Kind of just on, they're on that bubble of becoming a name that they have guests vocalists on. It's really, really good. What really sucks is the two main members of Guilt, both got COVID last week, just like you. And they Apparently. were on tour. So they have had to cancel, I think their entire U.S. tour that they were starting last week. And they're supposed to go to Europe. And uh, so hopefully they still get to go to Europe. Last post I saw, they were hoping to still make Europe happen. But it sucks because they literally, this the same week, they dropped this EP and all the push they've had for it from smart punk and everyone and this tour, they're about to go on in here in the States. They have to cancel. So it really stinks. Uh, but I hope they recover quickly and I hope they still get to do the, the Europe tour. And that's a wonderful success because I love them. Obviously I'm biased because they're from the St. Augustine Jacksonville area, but it's also really good it's a really good EP. I'm really excited about it for him. So that just dropped this past Friday, Conceit by Guilt. There's music videos out as well and they're freaky as hell. <laughs> I like really, it. it.
1: It's really big to tour Europe and I know that doesn't yeah. sounds kind of strange, but you can really make yourself as a band um in right. Europe when you come back here. Like you build like a buzz almost around you. That's kind of right. like what happened um early, like, in the odds with the strokes. Like, they were, had a crazy following in the UK, and they were, you know, they were big in New York because so they're from there, so you're, you're going to have more of that response there, but they were able to, like, kind of jump start their career becoming bigger in the UK at that time. Right. Um, so, very well, guilt could do something similar to that, so definitely, hopefully, speedy recovery, hopefully, no lingering effects or anything of COVID. Um, yeah. Yep, <laughs> Can relate. Sure. Very, very very well this week, so.
0: Yep. And then another thing I discovered um, over the last two weeks, this artist who's been around for a very long time, Jens Lekman, J-E-N-S-L-E-K-M-A-N, singer, songwriter, not the stuff I normally get into based on what I've been listening to, but oh my goodness, it! I, something about it just, connected with me and I loved it. So I dove into it because I came across this album called the cherry trees are still in blossom that dropped two weeks ago. And then this past Friday, he dropped another album called the Linden L I N D E N trees are still in blossom. Basically what I have discovered is these they're both albums are long, like uh, close to. There's 18 tracks on the Linden Trees, and there are 23 tracks. Now, some of them are like redoing he with he is? Kanye West. Ah, right. Well, but here's what it is. What I have discovered as I've dove okay. into it is a lot of his past music has been pulled. It's not available online anymore because he sampled so a lot of this stuff is like early 2000s to like 2010 2011 so these are all a lot of most of these songs are old songs that you can't hear anymore unless you physically have a copy because they've given
1: or yeah or you would like get it from like a mixtape i mean not obviously probably his isn't like a mixtape, but you could get it from like a mixtape site where it was released for free. Something because but anytime you can't, you have to have your samples cleared or right. um, you can't make any profit off the song. Still.
0: Right. So this is what I've discovered. He was a singer songwriter that a lot of these songs, he had like samples on, on some of the albums. And so the albums have been pulled. So he's redone them. Some of them, he even used the same vocal tracks. The songs sound very similar. Some of them, the recordings, he said sound very different from the originals. And a few, he even reworked the vocals, just re-recorded the vocals. So I really like it. I like his writing style. Again, even though I've always been a singer-songwriter person, it's a little different. It's almost a little more like adult contemporary sound for me. It's just, it's not my normal go-to. But I love it. I love it. I have pre-ordered both vinyl, which I had to search because most sites, they've been sold out already. But I was able to find them on Red Yeti Records. And so I have used them before. Yeah, so I've ordered both the Linden Trees are still in Blossom and the Cherry Trees are still in Blossom. So I'm very excited. They don't come out until sometime in June is when they're supposed to release. Who knows if that happens or if they get pushed back? I don't know uh but i i am super into this dude neither one of these albums would i put in my top like end of the year because they are basically compilations and i usually don't do that um even though it's all brand new to me
1: yeah i get i totally get what you're saying kind of like i don't do re-releases right um Or, like, you know, if like a deluxe edition or something like that. I don't do that the next year. And I don't do, like, obviously wouldn't do, like, a greatest hits or anything because that's super cheap. Right. I remember my ex one time, and I might have mentioned this story, but uh, we were talking about Blink-182 at the time. And she's like, I'm sorry, greatest hits. And I was like, it can't be greatest hits. (laughs) It doesn't count. You have to pick an album. You can't pick greatest hits. It has to be, like, a physical release. Yeah. (laughs) Course and that was like when hits, you knew the
0: relationship wouldn't last,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually we are still friends and everything to this right. day, but when she said that I was like I was like no you can't you can't pick greatest hits like that doesn't work like that
0: <laughs> I agree with you, but yeah, so Jen's Lechman, I am very late to the party on him, but oh my goodness, I am here for it now. I really really dig it. I would love to get my hands on the old releases. But I have looked, and to to find them is not easy, yeah. and it's expensive. Because
1: he's not super well known. Because I I've not heard of him or anything. I right. was saying like, oh man, if I haven't heard of him, he must be like underground. I think he's
0: pretty popular, just not yeah. where we listen to music. He's not a household name. He's not American either, um, or he's not from yeah. America either. So he may be a bigger name other places, uh, but he's known but again like I said all his stuff got pulled so he was saying one of the reasons that he ended up I was reading my interviews I did a pretty deep dive that's how much I like this and one of the things I learned was he was at a show and he played this song called Black Cab that's on uh, the cherry trees are still in Blossom and he said afterwards somebody was talking to him a fan was saying how they really liked that new song Black Cab and it made him realize is like these songs are so hard for people to hear or to find that they that a lot of art a lot of fans that have found him in the last like 10 years or whatever some of these songs are so old they don't know them and so he's like okay this is you know like i need to revisit these i need to, so with everything getting pulled he this this is a way to bring him back. And he's definitely, uh,
1: I remember that I day that you discovered me, like, I gotta buy this on vinyl today at Tone Vendor. And then you're like, Tone Vendor doesn't have it. And then you yep. proceeded to do all of your uh, mass Googling to find out why they didn't have it. And then you found out, like, the sample clearance and everything. Right. Uh, yeah. Tone Vendor was, I, has two
0: CDs, they have two old. CDs of his that I have actually contemplated getting, and I don't buy CDs anymore. <laughs> but, you know, I'm all about some Jens Lekman. I just it's witty. Some of it's really funny. Some of it's a lot of it's pretty like kind of deep in different way I don't know. I'm all about it. I'm very very happy to become a fan of his. So there you go. Those two releases, I'm really
1: excited about. I have uh, um, Kendrick on Friday. Looking forward to that. And the reason why I said maybe I can listen to it Thursday, um, going to see Jovan. So he, most of you aren't going to know who that is just by the sound. Um, He was or is a lead singer for a band called From Indian Lakes. Um, He does like some solo stuff here under the uh, name Jovan. And uh, he is doing a U.S. tour right now. Love it on the East Coast, Uh which is nice because he lives in Yosemite, so he doesn't come to the East Coast very often. Um So he's playing this really, like, small-ass town in West Virginia, and so I'm going to go to that on Thursday. Uh, How many times really
0: really have to... you seen him?
1: In any iteration, I've seen – I've had to see at least from Indian Lakes at least four times – Cause I know I saw them twice in Phoenix and I saw first. Time. Okay, and I'm and I know I saw them doing an acoustic set because I've seen them do like different types of sets too. That's what's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, when I was in LA, um, so at least five I want to say at least four or five. This will be the first solo stuff. I mean, even like. He was doing the acoustic tour, and it was just him and one other person. Um, so clean channel, clean channel guitar, um, a very very small amount of drums, and uh, that was that was it. For what the, was that
0: from the Indian theater. Lake stuff? Not his solo stuff.
1: Yeah, because he hasn't he didn't really do any solo stuff at the time. Gotcha. Um, last year was his first release, and it's very much like the newer from Indian Lake stuff. Is kind of how it sounds. It has that kind of like. Indie, trippy, um, very nice mids on uh, some of the songs on that Last from Indian Lakes record. Uh, that's why I should want to get signed this week. But uh, Nice. Yeah, really, really looking forward to hearing, because I like, I like his solo record. It's good. And so um, don't know how it's going to sound live. I don't, I, Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's just him. So maybe he'll do some looping pedals. He has done a great job with covers. Uh, I think I sent you the Claro cover he did of Bad. Yes. And I would love if he played play that or if he played uh, Change in the House of Flies by the Death Tones. Oh, he does that? Completely... Yeah, it's so good. Uh, he's covered Phoebe Bridgers because um, his Patreon, uh, it's 10 bucks a month. You get uh, a new song or a rework song, and you get a cover song each month. So um, kind of just depending on his tour schedule, like he hasn't, he released them before, I think when he got back from his Midwest run. So okay. probably about two to three weeks ago, he released a few new songs, but um, he's taking some from Odeon Lake songs and giving like that newer, that Jovan sound. Cause I knew you listened to the records. So that's why I'll refer to it as that. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of has that sound, kind of like that spacey kind of guitar on it, like some tonal work and whatnot. So I I've liked what he's released. Um, the cover songs have been really good. Like he does he does a, he, some people can't do covers, but he really takes the song and makes it his own. So really looking forward. To, I have no idea what the set list is going to look like. Um, it's his, so I'm thinking he's probably going to do like 15 is what I'm hoping, at least 15 songs since he's headlining it. Um, so yeah, it sounds like yeah.
0: a you said it's a small venue, small town. Sounds just—it sounds like a small yeah. show, really intimate. If it's just one person opening,
1: yeah, it'll it'll be really small. Like, it doubles as a restaurant. Um, this is like a very—it's a very like uh, when you go there, it's it's a very like almost you wouldn't expect like a hippie community esque type of vibe uh, in a really small like rural town in in West Virginia, but uh, it is. It's, it's It's Thomas, West Virginia is where the town was located and it's really cool. It's a, it's a really nice town. Um, an ex and I went there for our birthday, and we saw a band that was oddly enough a country band from California. Uh, she didn't care who was playing. She just wanted to go to the venue because she liked the venue a lot, Gotcha. and it was really cool. Uh, there's not much going on in the town. Like That place closes at 8 unless there's a show. <laughs> then it right. closes at 11, and there is only one other place in town that's open past 11, and there's it's one bar. And it's like you have to – because we – that night, it was, like, the band, both of us, and uh this girl whose birthday, like, I think she had a party of three with her, uh all walked to the other bar. Um And that was it. The only place you could go. It was, like, 11 o'clock. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really cool. Uh Looking forward to seeing if they have any, like, different beers that I've not had at the local – um not gonna get crazy because i told Scott i would drive that night so like maybe like one two max uh like early early in the evening so i'm all good uh but really looking forward to seeing jovan um getting i want to get that one from the lakes record signed uh but yeah that's that should be a good show on thursday i'm really i wanted to hit it up twice i would like to i, I really wanted to go to the pittsburgh date <clears throat> which is tomorrow mm-hmm because uh, he's playing i've been the venues and one of my friends actually played it it's a, like a small lounge it's kind of like that's the best way to describe it. you know what a lounge is right like uh, yes i've like, assumed <laughs> but you know uh wow. they're like a jazz ish kind of band that he was in mm-hmm. uh, my friend and so they played there and it was it was actually really cool uh dif- different setting um but i know his show there would be really good but it's like eh with this past weekend and then the last week of having COVID and everything, uh, I thought now nah, I'm just going to go to the show next week instead. And I'll just get the one date. Right? But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That'll that'll be a cool show. Awesome. Yeah. Now,
0: uh, speaking of shows, if you don't have anything else, you want to
1: oh, you know what I have left?
0: <laughs> you want to tell us about your your fun last
1: night? Oh, I'm I'm so thrilled for this. So, um. We bought these tickets. Man, I want to say like, could be oh, was it pushed no, back? No, it could have been two years ago because that album just came out. So it was definitely early last year for okay. sure. Because um, they had they announced the record, they announced they were going to do a tour. But but Scott and I, Scott's like my my best friend, and so um we made a pact that if we could ever see them, because they don't come to Pittsburgh that often, uh, I'm I'm just building this up. Uh, yes. We were gonna go see him and hopefully go VIP so we could get a few things signed. So uh, last night we went to go see Allie and AGA. I, <laughs> I personally have had like a massive crush on Ali Mashaka for years, like an ungodly amount of time. Since uh, you saw her like... in a
0: little cheerleader outfit on television,
1: <laughs> it was it was probably like <laughs> okay, it was probably like I don't know. At least a good solid fourteen years ago. At least I'm thinking like 2007, 2008 It's kind of where I'm thinking. And I mean, when did this,
0: Hellcats? When did the TV show Hellcats come I out? This was
1: before Hellcats. That's okay. the reason I watched Hellcats was just because she was in it. That's the only reason I watched that show. And I I might even have it on a hard drive somewhere. I don't know. Like my old hard drive <laughs> had movies and TV shows. But I literally just watched that show just because she was in it. I didn't watch because uh, I would watch anything she was in. I don't. The only thing I didn't right. watch was. Um, iZombie
0: zombie either but yeah so she was uh Ali Machalka was also in that show as well she wasn't yeah. the star like she was the star on Hellcat. she was like
1: a supporting yeah she was the star and she, she was the lead and in uh in iZombie she was more of like a supporting role like she'd right. be like the friend of the main character or something like that. I think yeah. that's how she was. And I, I, like I said, I've not watched the show. I, I know Scott's had it on, and I'm just like, yeah, Ellen want But, um, But I, jo- I jokingly say – I just want to set the stage. So I jokingly say that if I ever end up getting married or something, that there'll be an Ellen Schalke clause. Where <laughs> if there's <laughs> ever, like, hey, you could, you could hook up with her. If she wanted to hook up with you, like, I'm sorry. That's like a – and a definite, like, a that definitely – What is that called? That's your hall pass? yeah it would be more like my alamashaka clause <laughs> so right if it could ever happen i'm taking that chance i'm just just so you know <laughs> it's happening uh but anyway uh, I. what do if it's want to not like,
0: Allie, but it's aj her sister what what if you can't what if what if you get married and she says no to Allie, but i'll let you have aj
1: well, uh, that that I probably, probably just passed. I It'd feel like, bad. It's Ali's Abby. <laughs> the girl, so <laughs> what? so um yeah. And actually, I do. I like. I, I listen. Like, I am all over the place when it comes to music. So, uh, I like good pop music. Yeah, um, they're they're I'm not a saying bit... the early Stuff was good pop music. They're more like bubblegum pop or something like that. They're older stuff. that yeah. I'm talking about.
0: They're a bit, what I've listened to is a bit too poppy, like on the nose, not cheesy. I feel like that's not the right word, but that kind for me, they're.
1: It's more of like, it's more of like an indie pop since um, probably 20, let's say 2013, 2014 when they started doing music again. Right. I mean, um, they of- were,
0: they were like Disney star pop.
1: Yeah, they were like Disney pop. Yeah, basically. And, I mean and they've so, been.
0: They've been a duo for a long time.
1: They both were like under the age of eighteen. Like they were probably like I don't know for sure, but my guess would be like fifty. There's a, there's a, like an eight, a year or two difference between their ages, so they're probably like fifteen, sixteen at, at the oldest when they started. Right. So I mean they've been, but like I said, I heard the the music and like yeah, I went through like a, a small period. I was like, oh yeah, like Insomniac's a really good record. I mean, it's it's okay. It's it, there's there's some good songs or some potential songs, but it's not like, oh man, by any means. But um, anyway, they had been uh, working music. They spent some time and uh, became changed their name because they trying to want to get away from that image and do something different, more of like an indie pop kind of sound. Right. They're doing now, they grew up. You could say, yeah, and so. They tried doing another band. I don't think it ever took off as far as like the, the, they changed their name. And since it didn't take off, they just went back to, which makes sense. You I mean, hey, this is who we are. We're going to do this stuff now. If you like it, cool. Right. If it's not, that's fine too. But we're adults now. <laughs> this is kind of what we want right. to make. And so some of the songs have been really good. Like, I'm not saying everything is hit, but a lot of the stuff has been pretty good. Like, it's a good indie pop kind of sound. Like, it's something you could see at like a, like a mid. I want to say like a four to seven o'clock like max cutoff time for like Coachella or something like, like on a, like a, a not the main stage, but like a two tiers below the main stage or right. something like that. Like it's something that you could, that definitely could get traction or something.
0: They're, like they're mid-level.
1: Yeah. So um, anyway, when we talked to me, the pack saying, Hey, if they ever come here, we're, we're going to go VIP. So we end up buying the tickets and uh, I'm not, probably from that mixed month uh, of timeframe. That's when our friend Melissa uh, gave us as the date for her wedding. So I missed a wedding for this. I don't think I would have went to the wedding though, um, if I, even though I could have left my home and everything. A lot of our um,
0: friends went to that wedding and yeah, we missed out on a blast.
1: Yeah, there, there was, there was a lot of people that we know there, um, but yeah, even I missed the wedding for this too because I told her I was like, yeah, I already have this ticket. And I paid like, I've for dis- <laughs> full disclosure, I paid like two hundred dollars for this one concert ticket. So yeah, holy cow, well, VIP. Yeah, it was the, it was like the they had two different VIP tiers, and I paid for the highest one. Right. So yeah, and it, it included the concert ticket as well. In my defense, right. so. That was also another like forty bucks I didn't have to shell out, so it adjusted at least a little bit at that point. Yeah. But But um, so we go up and um you know normal VIP stuff like you're gonna get it, you're gonna hear the soundtrack. First off, I Scott's like I was like seriously, yeah, like we're in Pittsburgh. I don't know how big their imprint is here, but like, what are you thinking? I I told him I was like I'm thinking like maybe. Five other people other than us, maybe six other people than us. There wasn't. It was like a good twenty. <laughs> it was like there's a lot of people for the VIP package there. It was really surprising. I was not expecting that.
0: Interesting, yeah,
1: yeah. So it came with a seven inch that was autographed, which is cool. Um, and it was only a tour exclusive seven inch, so you could only get it in one of the packages. And the via, the higher VIP was autographed. Right. Um, we get there for the sound check. And I don't, surprisingly enough, I don't have the new record on vinyl. I thought about buying it a couple of weeks ago, but then I was like, I don't know if they're going to ship, because I know they do a lot of their own uh, merch and whatnot. Gotcha. So I wasn't certain if it would get here in time, so I didn't want to chance it. So I thought, well, I'll just get one of the deluxe the, the one there, because I don't have that one. I would like to get it anyway, in addition to this, like, Starburst color-looking one that they did, like the Sunset color vinyl. So my plan was I'm not even going to take a record. Cause like everything I have from them is already signed. Like I've purchased like, every record that I have bought from them. I've, I've paid the extra like five or 10 bucks just to get it signed. So <laughs> it's like everything's signed already. Um, but I want to get something signed there. So I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and, um, go to the merch table. I'll buy the record and I'll see if we'll get a signed. So, okay. I, uh, reached out, because I I know uh, don't know the person, but I follow the person on Twitter that does, like, the updates page for them. And I was like, hey, j- are you hearing anything where you can get merch with the VIP package, like, right away? I said, I'd like to get something signed. Um, I know you can get it later, of course, but I would like to have it so I can get it signed. And he's like, yeah. <clears throat> one of the previous shows, um, uh, one of the women was asking merchant person they would open up to sell them something and they they did so it's like okay cool like i'm not above asking because like the, the way i look at it you're gonna hear a no so i'm totally fine doing that so get in i go over i'm like hey i can i get just the, the deluxe record real quick and i was like i just want to get it and she's like ah. They really don't want me to sell anything right now until like after all the vip stuff has been th- completed and i said uh, the thing is i'm i would like to try to get that record signed because i didn't bring anything with me i just want to i don't have it and i thought that'd be a cool thing to get signed and she's like you know I'll, 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 yeah let's do that so she's like let me grab the square or whatever it was and so i ended up buying look the record. At tyler using his charm <laughs> i uh get the record i go down front and um I think they sound. They actually, this was the longest sound check that I've been a part of VIP of any package.
0: Yeah, because uh, I've, I've done it. You sent me a picture of them performing at like four or five, and I was like, "That's a really early show."
1: <laughs> yeah, and the show itself, and I told you today, like the show itself didn't end until like ten thirty, right? Between ten thirty. Yeah, you
0: were getting so, the the sound, and there was only two bands. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so. But they played they sound checked a lot of that was cool because they did some older stuff too that they sound checked, like off Insomniac and stuff that they weren't gonna play. So they right. probably I wanna say at least did five or six songs that night, which is cool. So that's one of the long most sound checks are like two to three. So right. then like doubling it was kind of cool. And then afterwards you got to meet them and get a picture and I was like super excited about that. Which right? you can
0: see that if you go to our top plays. Uh podcast Instagram
1: yes. well yeah is it on there I know it's on my personal yeah for sure
0: I put it on uh, okay. I didn't put it on our feed but it should it, I put it on the story today so it should still be on the story 24 hours isn't up so I put that as well as your horrible oh, nice. uh cameraman work um
1: that's actually pretty decent considering I was using your yeah. hand but uh, yeah
0: you can see that on our Instagram page you can see uh a little snippet of Tyler's night with Allie and AJ.
1: God, that sounds so much, that title just sounds so much better than it actually, I mean, it was a good night, but man. <laughs> but <laughs> My mom wants to take that also. I love anyway. that.
0: I love that in, so th- there's two pictures of you and Scott with the two of them backstage. Y'all are socially distanced. <laughs> um, yeah. Wearing masks. And in one picture, it is like perfect. Oh, this is Tyler. Cause it's obvious that you're talking to them and you got your hand up cause you talk with your hands. I do too, but you talk with your hands and you're doing it. And yeah. even though it's a still frame, it's obviously that's what you're doing in the picture.
1: <laughs> there's, there's a that three or four like that where yeah. we were having a conversation, like it was, it was pretty wild because, um, well we got, Prior to going up, uh, the guy that was kind of we're running the uh, the meet and greet and, and everything said, hey, when you come up, there's a table. Put your stuff there on the table. Um, right. He said, and then he's like, don't get anything signed from them. <laughs> and I was like, ah, what? <laughs> Damn it. Like, ah, come on. Because like, that's, you know, I bought the record. I mean, I'm, I was going to buy the record anyway, but like I bought it to get signed. And I was like, really? You, you
0: forced their hand to give you that album before the meet and greet
1: yeah and now i can't even get it somewhere. right something all right well whatever it's fine because at least i would get the record anyway but it's like oh and scott got the tour exclusive and he lucked out with number 56 nice so you when didn't get he did no because the only reason is i like this one better um, gotcha they're both deluxe i think i think they're both deluxe um because they did uh, the the regular the deluxe one has like four extra tracks So I'll be getting a second copy of this record at some point. But anyway, (laughs) well, because I want that one color. That's why I want that one color. Of course. Yeah. So I found out that I can't get my record signed. I'm a little bummed. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever. It's cool. I I still want the record anyway. It's still cool to meet them and get a picture. There's a ton of pictures. Uh, The guy took, I think, 18 or something with my phone. And that's nice. what we us kind of made the conversation. I have no idea what we've even talking about, to be honest. Like, I have no clue. I was just on cloud nine. Uh, we right. were having a conversation, and he also did the same thing on Scott's phone. So there's a like, I have like thirty or forty pictures of just a conversation between us and Allie and AJ. So that was kind of cool. Or mainly probably me and <laughs> AJ. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, the it turned out well. So I go back to get, you know, my stuff because it's all on this table. And um, AJ's like, hey, do you want us to sign your records? And
0: I was like, I was what?
1: Like, what? Hell so yeah. you didn't even have, so, to, you didn't have to twist no, their arm. I didn't even ask. I was going to. I was like, that was the rule. I wasn't going to say anything. Right. And uh, AJ's like, yeah, we'll sign your vinyl. I was like, oh, sick. I was like, hell yeah. So I got the record. I got it done in green, um, which if you look at the color of the record, it's really cool to be on green because it's something that pops. I try right. to go with something that's going to stand out on the record when I get it signed, nice or match the artwork, kind of right. depending on what it is. But uh, I got that signed. Scott got his Sanctuary Volume One signed because my I bought one when they had leftover stock, and his mine was already autographed, his wasn't, so he got of that. Of course, signed it was.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, yeah, got to meet them. Uh, they had the, I, the opening band, like we, Scott and I were discussing last night, like they were called the Bromies, which. To be honest, they're not my cup of tea as far as like a band I would listen to, but they did a really good. They did what you want as an opener: come out, get the crowd excited. Gotcha. That's what they did, and so can't complain. I thought it was a good set and everything from them. Like I said, not my personal cup of tea, but hey, they did what you would want as a band. And then afterwards, they came out and did I think like between 19 and 21 songs. Nice. Throughout the whole night, they uh, came back and did a. This is including. Uh, included with that 19 to 21 songs but they came back and did like a three song encore uh they covered Tegan and Sarah and did closer that fit then they did yeah they did a potential breakup song last the explicit (laughs) version oh (laughs) I have listened to that
0: song and it is again it's just not my cup of tea
1: (laughs) yeah but it was it was cool. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The setlist actually is really good. There's only really one song I didn't care for. Um, that I kind of thought they would play, and they did. Uh, they did a pretty good job of working in a f- like my favorite song they they play and that's the video that I posted on the Top Plays podcast. Um, real page. Um, 4K. It's in 4K, so the sounds Ooh. pretty decent too. So they're right in the front, but. Um, uh they played Promises a new song, so I was glad they played that one. Uh they did a really good job on Take Me. I thought that one was really good. The crowd was really into that. And I I'm weird when I go to shows. Like not only do I listen for myself, but I like I try to hear what is working. Like what how does the yeah. crowd react to this? Right. And a lot of people in the crowd were reacting to that song. So that was a good one to play. I was not expecting that one to go over like it did because that was not even the newer album or anything. So
0: nice. Sounded you had a blast, and it was everything you hoped it would be.
1: Yeah. Then I get to go have a Skittles beer afterwards, so hey. Skittles beer. <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> Skittles beer. Yeah, there's a, a place um, – uh, well, it's really close to – with this venue, is literally between the two stadiums. It's between Hinesfield, where the Steelers play, and PNC Park, where the Pirates play. How, so big, of, how
0: big of a venue
1: Really awesome! It's one. It's an outdoor venue that holds like fifty five hundred people outside. Right. Inside, bottom is I want to say like eight to nine hundred, and if they open up the balcony up top, it's like eleven or thirteen hundred. Then they have a side stage, which is for really small shows. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been to uh, three all kinds of shows there. Like I've seen, I've even been to I think one smaller stage show maybe two most of them have at least been on the main stage and inside or outside right.
0: so about how many people do you think was at this show
1: uh at the bottom it was about like half to two-thirds like right in front of the stage where people were packed in right um there were people upstairs on the balcony They i don't know why they opened it because from my viewpoint there weren't a lot on the balcony it looked like right. maybe 20 to 25 people um, in different, you know, you could, you could just sit wherever up there. And then uh, the back, they have like a, a an upper level um, on the lower level, if that makes sense. Like a couple steps up. Yeah. Or a ramp. And then they have like where people can stand there. And there were people standing there. And then there's a, a bar in the back where people were standing Sounds like a house
0: um, of blues kind of set up on the inside.
1: Yeah. So I would say if you want me to give you a number, I would say. 400 nice yeah so it was it was a pretty nice a pretty decent like i said like i said had, for what i honestly <clears throat> they're uh they sounded really good live which was very imp- i was kind of impressed with they that i did not them i didn't expect them to be as competent with their instruments as they are which was really cool they've been um, doing but,
0: this a long time
1: yeah they they were really good at guitar uh they had like a keyboard and a piano out they also had a right. xylophone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, was, which was really cool. So, like, they, they really uh, impressed me because I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to sound live because I've never seen them live. Um, right. I just heard a couple cut tracks or whatever they're on, like, a, an EP release. So, yeah, so, uh, it was a good show. Good night. Um, then afterwards, we went to Mike's. And that, that, the reason why I was bringing that up is Mike's is um, this beer bar. It's, like, across from PNC Park, like, the main entrance. And, Are we going to go um, out of bounds? No, I just, I had the Skittles beer and it was, it was decent. It was this okay. uh, company. I've had some other stuff from them. Um, the other one was a cotton candy beer. And I know I have probably had to mention that one to you. Um, I don't, I can't tell the name of the brewery. I want to say it's like absolute, cause it just is ABC on the can, but it's like gotcha. something different, but it's, it was pretty good. Um, not as good as cotton candy, but pretty good. And then I had a, a really nice one from Aslan. It was like a, um, it was an IPA with like a strawberry peanut butter and banana worked pretty well it was yeah as an ipa that peanut butter in it is always like a "Hmm, okay yeah it works yeah that would surprise me
0: um i actually had a beer the other night a sour that had peanut butter in it and it was very good uh the bartender at stogie cigar bar that i go to often and mentioned it to me a few weeks ago and I just happened to remember it when I was there last week and he was like yeah we still got it so I tried it and it was very good not what I like sours and peanut butter and sour yeah. in my mind does not do not go together but it was very good
1: Scott had one from the Gittles that was a sour peanut butter it I tried a sip of it, just wanted to see what it tasted like, and it needed more peanut butter from me. That one did. Okay. Um it was very, very light on peanut butter. It was like meat it was like the um Oh man, I'm gonna ruin this joke. Damn it. Uh it's what's that tonic that water everyone likes? The tonic water. Yeah. Like seltzer. That one tonic water everyone likes that's that is really flavorful. <laughs> I don't know. Lacking in flavor, basically. <laughs> Uh, it's like that. It was kind of like I I yelled peanut butter from another room, and it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it didn't have much of it in it at all. Um, I also had a fruit stripe beer, like the gum. Mm. They made a play. It was a sour, and it was called fruit stripes with a Z. <laughs> and uh, it actually was really good. It had more flavor than the gum because the gum, you know, you chew it for five seconds, the flavor is gone, but this beer lived up. Very nice. The whole 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 uh, can there it was good. That that was uh, another solid one. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to pull up while we're talking this um, the beer I just had. Um, so I the one I had was the sour I had was peanut butter and jelly squeeze from Prairie. So, Ooh. oh yeah, Prairie yeah make, Prairie's involved. Prairie makes great beers. Um, I love Prairie but peanut butter and jelly squeeze pretty flavorful sour um, someone said on untapped but i really liked it really really liked it
1: that sounds awesome i'm jealous because i love their stuff so much yeah i gave it a Um, four
0: rating and i don't give and i have to like it to give it a four rating it was very good um and it was poured out of a can uh but oh no i just drank it from the can actually i didn't even pour it into a glass but yeah so it was much it was I expected it would be good based off Eric, the bartender, saying that to me, um, and it. But it lived up to it, especially for yeah. not being what you would expect. Like I said, peanut butter and jelly. I don't usually think of sour beer.
1: No, I mean it works with an IPA because you can, you can get away with some of the flavoring, especially if it's like a, a mild to light. Um, you, especially when it comes to like uh, like whipped cream or things like that, that work really well. Um, right. Like. Um, decadent does a lot of like whipped cream type ones uh like they'll do creamsicle and you can go strawberry orange uh key lime there's a lot you can do with those and they're they're hoppy but then you get that that sweetness more of our flavor isn't it and, and it yeah. works really well but peanut butter would be very difficult for a sour
0: i would think so too but this was good it was very
1: nice. but, but again
0: prairie artisan ales rarely disappoints yeah and yeah
1: yeah that bomb that they put out uh the prairie bomb is like one of my it's like one of my favorites i don't i don't know where i'd rank it as far as like if i had to look over my favorite beers but it's definitely would definitely make the cut because I that one's awesome it's strong it's like eight to ten percent yeah this one was only like five percent so i figured it would be pretty low Mm -hmm. like the sour because most sours aren't super strong no
0: it was good though it was very very good um yeah uh anything else
1: uh no i had a i had a fantastic weekend uh mainly fantastic yesterday today wasn't bad by any means but uh uh that's it i got to watch tonight i got last week tonight i got barry and i still haven't finished i still haven't watched atlanta from this past week so i'll probably watch a little bit of tv because i don't have to go to bed right now like i normally do dude it's late Yeah, I don't have to work tomorrow, though, so I'm off for tomorrow and, and Tuesday still.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's after one. It's late.
1: Yeah. And Agreed. I still
0: got to finish the cigar. <laughs> How much is left? Not a lot, but a good 10, 15 minutes at least.
1: Okay, that's nope. not terrible. I remember it, just, it took a long time when we were in um, Birmingham last year for that one. Like We were out, God, because we got on the conversation. It was me, you, and uh, Chris.
0: And, and
1: Derek. Derek. Ah, my bad. Yeah. I thought I I thought I was really leaning into the crowd, like his name's Chris, definitely. Nope. His name is Derek. <laughs> Damn it. But we had a, a really long conversation. It was like four in the morning or something that night. It was ridiculous. Cause then yeah. Jeson came back and we had a conversation with her. It was like, oh dear God. It was like four thirty. I was going to bed that night.
0: It was a late night, furnace fest. It was worth it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, considering so. we've been talking for over two hours, we should probably wrap
1: up. Yep. got Kendrick this week yeah. to all the top plays, and you're uh, catching up with us there. Go check that out. Or I know Ward's finally diving into Ringiverse. He's really enjoying some of these, these, uh, these Marvel-centric episodes where they recap and, and deep dive. I've been nice.
0: specifically just the Moon Knight. And it's helping me yeah. understand that show. I I enjoyed Moon Knight. I thought it was I thought it was, it was okay. good. I didn't. Love I it. loved the way it ended. Uh, so like the last two episodes for me, especially the last episode, I just really enjoyed where they went. Um, so I have. I'm almost done with episode four of the deep dives that Ringerverse is doing with the House of R ladies, and. Yeah, I'm. I'm wishing now. Uh, it's making me want to go back and watch again, based, with all the insight that they've
1: given <laughs> things me. you see yeah. now.
0: So, uh, but, but yeah.
1: What I appreciate it, and I know I've I've uh, like uh, relayed this to you. But what I appreciate about those is uh, Moon Knight is a character I don't know that one. I didn't know. Like, I didn't read Moon Knight comics growing up. So. I didn't know
0: Moon Knight existed at all until this show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I knew because of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance back on PlayStation 3. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the extra characters. Right. But, um, but I, did, I wasn't, like, super familiar. I just knew just very baseline kind of details about him. So, um, and I'm trying to think, even, like, uh, if we look back to Loki, like, I didn't know much about Kang the Conqueror at all. And they would bring in, like, this comic stuff, which is cool because yep. someone didn't know the character from the comics that well. Uh, or like Moon Knight, who I didn't really know much about at all. Um, It tied a lot together. So what I watched, um, it would bring things up. And like, yeah, sometimes I wanted to go back and be like, oh, wait, what did I miss? And I just love what they've done um, with all the the recaps that they do because they really get into it. Like, it's like an hour of TV, maybe. It's like 45 minutes-ish. Yep. And they'll do a recap sometimes. It's like two hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they really, really do a good job um based off yeah. of the four almost all the way through the episode four that i've listened to of these recaps from moon Knight, it's been really good so it, it's
1: also dr strange you're seeing it what tomorrow
0: yes i see Doctor Strange. no spoilers I, see Doctor strange... I won't be able to
1: see it till later this week but
0: yeah i see dr strange tomorrow night i'm excited for that i hope i don't fall asleep it doesn't matter how good the movie <laughs> is i fall yeah. asleep in theaters
1: you fall asleep, uh, in Batman. I've uh, seen World Batman World,
0: twice World because World. the yeah. first time I fell asleep.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I I have to do that with a lot of movies. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's a waste of money. Yeah. my friends wanted we were gonna okay real quick we were gonna go at eight thirty tomorrow <laughs> night, and then it got pushed yeah. to nine thirty, and I said okay I'm out I'm not going, and yeah. and then they said well no we don't want you to not go. We'll we'll do
1: that. Isn't it like close to three hours? No, it's movie? just
0: over two. This one's just. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Wow, that's shorter than I thought. I thought it was going to be closer to two and a half. The way the second. Marvel go- movies have been going, this is a short one. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you're going to consider that most of the time when you go to theaters, there's going to be 20 minutes of preview. Especially a well. big
0: blockbuster like this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you it's really, even if it's, if it's, I say, two hours and 15 minutes, it's going to be two hours and like. 35 to two hours and 40 minutes yeah and, and that was you have my to stay thing through the credits too you can't even shave off the five minutes to 10 minutes of credits right because you got to see and see if there's like a, a stinger or something so
0: yeah and that was my thing i was like if this thing is a 9 start time and it's two hours and like six minutes
1: you could guarantee ward will be asleep at that yes
0: <laughs> i'm gonna fall asleep and we're not gonna get out till almost midnight and I, I was just like, it's not worth it. I'm just not gonna go. So my friends changed it back to eight thirty, so I'm happy about that. So there's a
1: Plus it's wild because you'll drink a Red Bull too before two. going. That's no, what no. blows my I mind.
0: sneak Red Bulls in and I drink I drink one of them around during like the first half of the movie and I don't even open <laughs> the other one until I start to feel tired and then I pop the other one second half of the movie
1: and you still fall asleep that's what's so wild to me i'm like holy cat because like i i could drink one early enough and still fall like i had a cup of coffee or no, i had a tea later tonight not the, the tea i was drinking during the podcast earlier but i had tea later tonight and i know like yeah i'll be fine i've been sleeping like so much for i'm just like stocked up on sleep now oh yeah cuz has been nice yeah yeah so Mainly yeah not like uh like extra but just like i sleep like a solid like at least eight hours every night so it's it's been pretty nice so that is good yeah this All is right. a good episode i enjoyed uh chit chatting about the we got a nice breakdown of the nba and we had a good breakdown of like the uh especially the I enjoyed the uh aj breakdown that was good yeah
0: i wanted to fun. hear that so i'm glad you had such a good time i'm glad it lived up to everything Maybe if you see them again,
1: yes. you can, can, you can like, I don't know, get a handshake out of it or a hug. That would just, that would be, that would, I would just, um, there's a picture that uh, this was actually pre pandemic, uh, our last concert. Uh, it was for Scott's birthday. Cause he's a big, he, he, how I am about like Ali, he really likes Dia Frampton for Megan Dia. So he has a massive crush on Dia. Um, and so I got him VIP tickets for that. And so it was like, we got to meet them get everything signed and whatnot prior to the show and uh we met them and when they took a picture uh like we like had our arms around them and everything too so something like that would be pretty legit but i was staying next to dia he's like it's okay it's okay i was like are you sure because like i can i can switch whatever you want me to do man